The fall season is underway with Vandelver and below the Shattered Obelisk and a brand new season of the Great Dane Society playing Horror on the Orient Express. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash questsandchaos. Now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Quests and Chaos Podcast Network. Please rate and review us at your podcast provider of choice. This will help new and fellow chaotics find the chaos. You are listening to Swords and Sages, playing Dungeons and Dragons 5th Edition, led by your dungeon master, Tiana Hansen, me, as I take this group of unlikely adventurers through Candlekeep Mysteries. Let's go ahead and meet our adventurers. Hello, I'm Thomas Cook. And I'm playing Dewey to Meditate. Uh, my parents are somewhere here in the library, I think. Anyway, I'm looking for some some swords and maybe maybe some sages, maybe. I'm Lady Bedivere, aka Alondra, and I will be playing Sabachthani Moreover. Now, Sugar, why don't you take your hands off of that before I take them off for you? My name is James Aaron O, and I'm playing Wuya. And adults say I'm what's the word? Precocious? I'm Laura Domingo. I play Odilla Inaldi, a woman in search of answers for the case she could never solve. I'm Ezra Denny. I have no idea why I'm playing D&D, and I am playing Lester Moreover. Tell me, have you ever given up everything for the love of a good woman? Mystery and intrigue wait around every corner as our adventurers explore Candlekeep and its mysteries. So come along with us as we explore Candlekeep. Hello, guys, gals, and non-binary pals, and welcome to Swords and Sages. Um, I am your your host, your storyteller for the evening, Tiana, and I'm joined by these five wonderful people who have agreed to put up with me for a couple more weeks. We'll see how that how long that lasts. <laughs> And we're just gonna, yeah, we're gonna jump right in as quickly as we can so that maybe these people will actually get out of Candlekeep tonight. We'll find out. Could go either way, to be perfectly honest. Uh, we'll just roll through some announcements real quick. Uh, first of all, friends of the show, Birds of Paradise being at top of that list, as always. Um, the Kickstarter dice are going out. I've been hearing uh various and sundry people talking about how happy they are with them and them arriving at their doors i'm still waiting for mine because well i ordered cardinal and i did not realize at the time that that was going to be an issue but you know factories do what factories do and they will be uh, uh, wonderful to have when they do arrive i'm very excited about that um if you want to get some birds of paradise of your own that's birdsofparadise.com uh yeah just birdsofparadise.com for slash seven Slash five. <laughs> Three. No. <laughs> no, that's the, that's the next one, Thomas. Yes. 69. Uh, yeah, but go, but, but go check out Birds of Paradise. Use our code chaotic at checkout to get 15% off. And, you know, check out her curated selection of Arizona-themed dice. She's been poking at the idea of doing gemstone dice. So if y'all are interested in that, you should go check out uh, her channel, her, her section of the Discord, Birds of Paradise. And let her know that that is something that you may be interested in. They're very pretty. She put some pictures up. I want. I want very badly because they're shiny. Um, 
Another friend of the show is Nord Games. That's nordgamesllc.com. They make really cool nordllc.com slash three dot html. Uh, or just click the link in in the in the stream because that's so much easier or in the description below this video wherever that ends up being um they make they make fantastic products to add into your D 5e game uh they do decks they do books they have some uh, minis going on they have all sorts of really fun things and it adds new dimensions to to your game. So if you have that metagamer who knows the monster manual inside and out, man, check out the Dreaded Accursed because ooh, they don't know anything about a blitch. I promise you that. Oh my God, she's such a blitch. <laughs> uh, but, but you're a blitch. Am I gonna have to cut a blitch? Possibly. Possibly. Um, so yes, that uh, Nord Games is a is a fantastic partner of the show. We love them, or friend, fantastic friend of the show. We we love them very much. We really enjoy working with them. And uh, yeah, check out check out their stuff. And if you enter the code chaotic twenty at checkout, you get twenty percent off of your <laughs> off of your order. And you know, there's with 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 that. There's a little bit of a kickback to us. You get a cheaper product. They they sell a cool product. And uh, we we get a little bit of a kickback as well, so you know everyone wins, including the the uh, the side that uh, Ezra's holding a card up for. Accurate, correct. Uh, let us see. We are using D and D Beyond today for all of our useful, wonderful D and D stuff. It does all the math for you. It keeps track of encounters for you uh, with their with their encounter builder. There's all sorts of fun stuff in there. Can't read that one. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> uh, fire Nike. Fire, fire Mike Merles. Yeah. Ah. Yes, I completely agree with this. Um, let me see. Yes, D&D Beyond, fantastic product. We enjoy it. We use it all the time. I use it to test out concepts for, for characters and make sure that I have it correct before I transfer it over for various games that I do on Roll20, which we will also maybe be using today. We'll see where these people get to. <laughs> I challenge Dewey to a duel. I accept on his behalf. <laughs> do, you, do you guys have any spell slots left after those sleep storms swept through last oh, week? I only use one. Yeah, just one. Cry me another sleep storm! Um... Quickly, before before this devolves any further, we'll just go through the uh, programming notes for, for this week. Uh, of course, we are here tonight. Tomorrow, uh, Chaos Agents is coming back for a limited time engagement. We are going to be playing the Carbon, ga Carbon Gray. Carbon Gray is entirely different. <laughs> We're going to be playing the Carbon Gray RPG system. I was just looking through the, the player uh, cards. I don't even want to call them player, like, character sheets or cards and i'm really interested to see how this system's gonna work out i'm excited to get back with the guys and play with them for the first time since we finished with the foxy irregulars and it's gonna be a good time so that'll be seven o'clock pacific time tomorrow uh come and check it out and check out the uh the carbon gray kickstarter i apparently they are fully funded but they're pushing for all those those cool cool stretch goals uh, Wednesday, the, the audio version of the redacted reports, unredacted report is going to be going out for the podcast people. And Ezra, I believe you have a podcast going out that day as well. 
I do. Yeah. My, uh, my GMing podcast, keep the game moving. Uh, I am very excited. I got to talk with B Dave Walters, who is uh, Mr. Fifth edition and is just a super cool guy. Uh, I, I said this on Saturday, but I'll say it again. He had the best description of D and D I've ever heard in that podcast. And you know what? I'm not going to spoil it. I'm going to get this new, but he said, he basically said, why would these people be together in, and then he described it this way. And then he talks about how you can get parties together and that sort of thing. It involves camping. I'll just give you that much. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm excited to have him to listen to it. I always, your, your podcasts are always a good time. Um, and then on Saturday, Rhyme of the Frost Maiden is off. Darn you, for the foreseeable future. Yes, but uh, Down Darker Trails will be back with our own Alondra as as a guest for a little bit. We'll see. We'll see how long uh, her 1995 character puts up with us. Yeehaw. How long she survives with the way she rolled last time. Well, that oh, too. Boy. You, you really need to put your Delta Green dice in the freezer. <laughs> they're uh, they're going to go sit in the green box for a while and think about what they've done. Excellent. I, I highly approve. Um, let me see. Any other announcements that I need to know about, Thomas? I think that's everything. What's our tavern uh, upkeep percentage? Ooh, yes. What is that at, Thomas? That is at 60%. With wow. And we've got seven more days to go, but only a couple more episodes. Um, yeah, but, sure. but speaking of the Tavern Upkeep, um, you know what goes to Tavern Upkeep is our bits. Uh, and in fact, we have bits. So we have 500 bits from J. Matthews 85. And if you can guess where those are going to go. My to favorite Twitch user. The GM. Have fun tonight. T all Tiana, feel free to use this for a humorous situation. Heaven knows this happens. This rarely happens with this. Yeah, it seems oh yeah, no, it never it never happens. I have to force them to have fun. Really, it's about uh I mean Gord Godo's gotta survive a sleep stone. <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's why I did not do uh Wow. Wait, wait, Jensen? That was. <laughs> that oh, was Jensen is not in candle keep. Yeah, we're only sixty percent to our goal, so we can't quite afford that third accent. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, that's true. Right. That's good point. Yeah. yeah, let's change tavern upkeep to accent budget. <laughs> uh, we then have uh, Dukeley, uh, five hundred bits to the players to set up some humorous situations. Excellent. So one and one. Thank you guys so much. That's awesome. awesome. Appreciate yeah. it. That is wonderful. Thank you so much. Uh, does anyone have have any any announcements about things they have coming up that they want to talk about? Look around the table, all these creative folks. All right. Well then, that 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 all out of the way. Let's go explore Candlekeep.
Welcome back, everyone. Uh, before we jump into the recap, I am told that we have some more bits. That is right. We have combat started. The Apollo, <laughs> not yet, with five hundred bits for the players uh, to create some more sleep storms. Yeah, yeah, we got you, JP. Oh God. <laughs> All right. Well, um, previously on Swords and Sages, uh, our adventurers were, were searching for answers to what exactly happened with uh, Mazafroth's Mighty Digressions and the two other books they heard about that have been uh, transforming. They were told about the two people who were still on the grounds uh, who had brought in the books that transformed uh, Yalarian and Valor. They invited Valor to, to lunch and had a chat with her. She was definitely a very grumpy personage, but was willing to, to talk to them after Suboxone used her particular charms. <laughs> it's, it's, it's always the horns, horns. isn't it? Um, and after they had a chat with, with Valor, there was a bit of a scuffle in the, uh, in the hearth over who was going to go and talk to the, the Gitsurai, uh, great reader. And while there was a great deal of commotion involving the eight-year-old boy, uh, Zabakthani slipped over and had it, started having a chat with him. But there were some interesting conversations that, that came of that. So it'll be interesting to see where exactly that goes. Uh, they had a conversation with, with him and uh, proceeded to not talk to Eulerian. They spied on him and sent a bony-footed raven in to watch him. And <laughs> we discovered that bone on stone is not particularly quiet as it happens. Boneonstone.com is my new website. <laughs> well, I since wouldn't go looking it up. It's, since it's, miniswords.com is taken. Yeah, miniswords.com is out. Bone on Stone, it involves cemeteries. That's all I really can say right now. As I don't know. I feel like that's like a solid uh, countertop fetish for me. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. As long as nobody steals my leg fetish, nordgamsllc.com. <laughs> Slash three? Slash three.html, obviously. Um, but yes, they did finally, finally have a chat with uh, Eularia and found out more about where uh, the the book that had transformed in uh, in in the laboratory where that had had come from. Uh, so far, everything is pointing back to Baldur's Gate and a bookseller stand up in the wide that has the word Dune in it somewhere. Uh, Sabakthani reached out to a cousin of hers in in Baldur's Gate and asked if they were aware of it and spent extra to get the to, to get the message there as swiftly as possible. And then she went back to chat with uh, Savira and found out a little bit more about uh, the the children in her group. The children. <laughs> Before uh, repairing back to the. Scepter. What is what? What is the club name? Of scepter. Club Scepter. Thank you. I almost had it too. Club Scepter. Before repairing back to to Club Scepter for further drinks, and that is where we left off last time. Wow, we're just not even going to mention the party conflict. I'm trying not to. <laughs> Sleep storms ravaging the, the. We we glossed we glossed library. the fact that there was party conflict. No one's died yet. It's fine. 
I'm a lot of falling asleep though and catching a vow in the in the middle of all of that yes there there ha, there is uh, some some conflict between the two wizards that is turning into uh, dueling sleep storms apparently james suddenly went west side story on us <laughs> i love that all of us immediately went to the snapping there's gonna be a sleep storm tonight oh gosh it's our musical episode. Yay. Hey, we were wondering when that would happen. Maybe that'll be for episode 10 if that ever happens. <laughs> uh, but yes, minor minor party conflict happened between the miners. And uh... <laughs> yes, James? Uh... <laughs> Am I fishing or are you fishing? No, he's my mining. Ah, uh, <laughs> that looked way more like like sending out a, a. That's that's definitely your fishing motion. Also, yeah, having seen like it this, a few times wrong, in Frostmaiden. <laughs> All right, so uh, we we pick up with. If I'm, do you do you folks want to do anything this evening in in and around Club Scepter and in and around Candlekeep? I will kill Dewey in his sleep. Get it. Oh my god. Set an alarm <laughs> spell around me. The fact that they share a, a suite makes that entirely. Yeah. Adila, oh, darling, it, did you want to spend the night here with us? No, I imagine Odilla got out of her bath with her mint julep bath bomb, saw Dewey and Wuya grumpily return to the suite and just said, I don't want to know. <laughs> Got a glass of wine, went back to her bedroom and shut the door. So Dewey's definitely in his solo room casting spells. So. Oh, is that what they call it these days? Yeah. The long shower. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't ask those questions. I just don't. Uh, well, yeah, what are you up to? Um. Not knowing what's going to possibly happen in the night, um, let's see. I will. I will use art. Like I will spend an hour. At, there's a common room esque kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I will just spend some time just laying out some sheets of paper and doing some calligraphy and uh, basically use arcane recovery uh, to get a slot back because. I don't know what Dewey's doing in his room, but I hear some of that magic happening. Okay. Aren't we about to get a long rest, hopefully? <laughs> hopefully. Dewey is casting Mage Charmer and Alarm. <laughs> wow. You know, this, this, this is what happens when you don't have siblings and you go into conflict for the first time. <laughs> Can you sleep in Mage Armor? It lasts for eight, eight hours. Well, yeah. oh, but I mean, you can't like there's rules, yeah. you know, like sleeping in armor is uncomfortable, but is mage armor? Not, not mage armor. There you go. That's uh, it he's lasts more than eight hours. Contact your physician. <laughs> <laughs> he's also going to bring back Rusty and use up those, those uh, insects. Okay. Are you focusing on bringing Rusty back as the fox? Or did you want to use a different form? Eh, I'll do the fox. Okay. All right, and after you spend the time casting that particular spell, Rusty pops into existence, looks at you and immediately bounds onto the bed and lays down with, with nose to tail and the very curled up 
cat position. And then I'm going to go to sleep. All right. Uh, Sabakthani and Lester, what are you up to? I'm just trying to make more friends among the avowed. Especially okay. ones that can go into the restricted area. Does mm-hmm. Gordo show up at Club Sessions? Yeah. <laughs> He's banned now. <laughs> oh stars this poor thing um no, of course he's not banned he's suffered poor, poor man uh roll me a a straight charisma check if you would yeah i have dice uh, 18 plus four is 22 you are the the center of the party and everyone is is coming you are you are holding court in the the in, in the dining room area that has been turned into uh one of one of the one of the sidebars and you have made quite a few you've, you've made you've made quite a few acquaintances and a couple of very, and a couple of good friends so you can add to your uh your sheet that, that you have two more friends uh, among the avowed and by applying well with with well applied absinthe and a few other a few other drinks uh you are able to find one of them who can who does go into the uh the restricted section who is allowed to walk who, who is one of the people who goes back and forth in the library mm-hmm. so back me, what are you up to um as, as, as you arrive with Silvira, yeah uh you know flitter through say hello to the people that I recognize, swing through, give Lester a kiss, check in that he's got everything handled, which I know he does, but it's nice to check in. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I believe we were going to go, I think I was going to show Silvira the chained library, or Mm -hmm. at least what's left of it, in case there's anything of interest there, because I'm kind of just waiting to see if I get uh, a ping about a response to my letter. Okay, so yeah, you 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 take uh, Savira up through the the observatory into the 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 room, and I mean she is suitable. I mean she's she's a strong enough magic user that that, that she's not like bowled away by what's happened in here, but she's suitably impressed by this observatory, and then starts going through the library and being like, "Oh my, there's some there's some interesting works in here." Vasantia was. Quite the collector. May she rest in peace. So she's passed on then? Well, I mean, her, her, well, she's disappeared anyway. Of course, of course. And no, it's been a, it's been a question on our minds since we found the place. That's all. Has it? Why so? Well, uh, there seemed to be some evidence around the place that maybe she hadn't been gone as long as without i don't know it's a uh, time's a bit peculiar around here what with the extra dimensional spaces and all <laughs> time and space are uh, yes very interesting sometimes are they not indeed and she'll she'll go back to, to leafing through through the books um as it gets on to about 11 midnight there about ish you do get a ping in your head uh, I will excuse myself and head down toward the entry. Okay. Um, and as and as you're walking, you receive a sending from from your cousin in Baldur's Gate. Ah. Who who says? Um, 
longer letter to follow. And yes, I am at counting. <laughs> I assumed. Yep. <laughs> you can always hear it in, in the cadence of someone's voice when they're using sending. Uh, longer letter to follow. Um, Bookstall you're looking for is called Amber Dune. Um, what is it? Uh, Amber Dune Books in the Wide. Um, if you are coming through, check with me. Great. Now and, I have to remember. And, Does sending allow a response? Yes, you 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 can. <laughs> to to borrow Jester's phrase, you may respond. Yes. <laughs> It's been a long time since I've had to use it, so I have to double check. Fair enough. Um, uh, yeah, Sabathini will just respond. Um, Thank you, darling. Should be through soon. We'll find you at the usual place when we arrive. All right. And then I will go find Lester. He is downstairs holding court, and as and and, and as you as you walk in, there there is a a rousing cheer uh, as 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 someone is leading a toast to him. Think think very uh, uh, Tenardier in Master of the House. Sure, <laughs> absolutely. My dear, I swear I am going to dine out on that sleepstorm story for the rest of my life. Well, it would be well worth it, but I, I, I do hate to interrupt, but if I could speak with you for a few moments, I hate to take you away from your adoring fans, but uh, oh. if I could just borrow him for a few moments, I'll return him in one piece. Promise. And there, there, there's a little bit of a groan that goes up. I'm afraid as much as I like you all, I only have one love. Lead on, my dear. Uh, and I will pull Lester into the kitchen or somewhere that's away from the bulk of the crowds. Uh, darling, uh, you know I have a few cousins and contacts up in Baldur's Gate. Well, one of my cousins happens to be posted up there right now on some business for Mother, and uh, she tells me that um, the bookstall that we are looking for is called Amber Dune Books Up in the Wide. I have informed her that we should be coming through shortly to investigate, and she will be uh, meeting up with us. Uh but I do think we should probably go take a look and see if we can figure out where all these books are coming from. I, I think it's a fine idea. Now, the road could be a little dangerous. We should bring the children to, so they can... Uh, Absorb the damage, of course. I'm glad we understand each other. And, Always, you know, darling. Uh, Odilla, uh, if, if we could channel her anger away from us and towards things that don't like us, I don't think she's got any particular reason to be upset with me at the moment. Have you done something I don't know about? Would I be would I be myself if I hadn't? Of course not, <laughs> darling. I'm sure she'll be all right. Oh, I, you know, we should bring her along. I think Mother might be very interested in her particular skills if Mother happens to get a report about this. I agree. I agree. She is most useful. Mm-hmm. Well, uh... You know, uh, we can uh, we can close the club for a few. It's what it's five days to Baldur's Gate, something like that. I've stopped paying attention to timing anymore. Well, you know, it would be nice to uh, sleep in a different bed. That's true. We are really expending the use of our resources here. 
Uh, excellent. Uh, perhaps I'd hate to shoo everybody out now, so perhaps we let everyone get a good night's sleep and we tell them first thing in the morning over breakfast? Fine idea. It's a fine idea. Wonderful. Um, I did abandon Silvera upstairs. I should go check in. Please, please. I will, uh, I will minister to the throngs. Thank you, Angel. And, and, and as you're leaving Sabachthani, uh, Coriander pops up and, off- and offers you two drinks, one in either hand. You are the most perfect uh, servants we've ever had. I hope you don't find that word offensive. I can't quite think of a better one. No, no, no. We're, we, we were made to serve. And you do it with great aplomb. And they, they take a little bow before darting off to, to, to fill another order. Yep. And I will I head back we, upstairs. wonder how oh. we do close this place. We change the passcode? How do you do that? I don't know, but I have someone here who I could certainly ask. That's a fair point. Well, you know, if all else fails, you know, just tell them not to go in the garden. I mean, to be fair, we could leave it running. Passive income is highly useful. It's true. It's true. I think that is the move. You're quite right, Angel. You usually are. Head back upstairs. All right. Savira has has taken one of the, the books that used to be chained to the library, but the chain was broken when, when the thing died. Brought it out onto the grassy knoll and is sitting there reading. She looks up as, as you approach. I must say, she had mm, interesting taste. Oh, thank you, dear. Well, I look forward to uh, hearing your book report. I myself do not do that much reading these days. Always called off for uh, social endeavors instead. Well, there's a great deal that you can learn in social endeavors. That And she closes the book and taps the cover with a metallic ring of her fingernail. <laughs> great deal of things that you can't learn in, uh, in books that you learn in social situations. Indeed. All right. Unless you have any particular questions that you would like to ask her, I think we just leave you two chatting on the grassy knoll. Yeah. All right. Well, then. Everyone gets a long rest. <laughs> Shockingly, no one is murdered night. in their sleep. I mean, is, are there any attempts in the middle of the night? <laughs> so the following morning, rest. sorry. Sorry, I'm going to go click my long rest button. You do that. Uh, the following morning dawns very, very gray, a little, a little bit rainy. There, there's a fine mist over everything. Uh, it is very much a, a late spring, early summer morning in in Candlekeep along the coast. A little gray, a little, a little dreary, but inside the inside the hearth is warm fire and cheerful conversation as people prepare for their day's studies. This feels like sleepstorm weather. It is a yeah. bit dingy. I don't know. I'm. I'm. I, I really like the rain. I think it really gives like the earth like a nice clean feeling. Well, yeah. Have you ever been to the greatest city on this planet, Baldur's Gate? No. Would you like to go, son? Sure. I mean, I guess. I mean, I, I really haven't found anything here, so I think it'd be fun maybe to learn some stuff over there 
Well, we uh, and and Dewey, have you been to Baldur's Gate? I, I don't think so. I unless I was at a, uh, when I was younger, I don't remember it. Mister, De- I I I presume that you have, of course, been to the Jewel of the Sword Coast. Well, I wouldn't exactly call it a jewel, but yes, I have spent some time there. Well, uh, I don't, uh, I don't presume uh, to steal anyone's thunder, much less my wife. So, my dear, why don't you tell them what you've learned? Sabacthani rolls in right as you say that. Always late, but impeccably dressed when she arrives. She's not late. She is right on cue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see you've primed everyone. Well, uh. Lester and I were going to take a little trip to Baldur's Gate uh, since my cousin has handily managed to track down the name of this bookstall for us. Oh, speaking of which, oh, oh, it's it's Dune something or other. Dune Imperium. Amber Dune books up in the wide. Amber Dune. I thought the guy in the library said it started with Dune. Maybe he just well, didn't remember. Which, which guy in the library oh yeah so uh we and i had a sleep storm fight and then uh, i went in and uh asked him where he got the book because it was really cool and he said uh, he got it at some stall named dune something or other in uh, in Baldur's gate in the wide well i did receive a message from my cousin who is currently stationed in Baldur's gate so i'm going to presume she is likely correct this is yeah. the human okay. presenting cousin, right? We are all technically humanoid presenting when we need to be. I'm going to ignore the sleep storm fight part of that story. <laughs> oh, Lester can feel and you. Just... We've heard several variations last night at the club. You know, as long as we got the information... I'm fine either way, but it does sound like now we have confirmed that at least two of the books have originated from this stall in Baldur's Gate. So I do agree it would be a good idea to, um, well, I guess take a little road trip. Well, we'd love to have you along for that wandering monster damage. (laughs) Are you calling her a wandering monster? No, she's the damage, honey. Yes. Oh. That is going to be my new tagline. I, I appreciate that. Oh, please. I think it suits you quite well. Uh, are we planning to uh, hoof it, or should I go inquire about hiring some sort of uh, horses or cart or see if anyone's leaving who may, means to take on some uh, additional travelers well this seems to be an important aspect of our investigation and so if we could be uh, i mean if they could arrange for transportation for us i think that would be ideal i prefer a coach to horses as you know but uh, any port in a sleep storm i suppose quiet uh i'll go see if one of the avowed is lurking about and isn't immediately occupied with something else I will just go pop outside and like look for the first avowed that I can make eye contact with who isn't immediately on track to do something else. It's actually fairly difficult to, to, to catch anyone's eye at the moment because everyone has cloaks on with with the, with the hoods pulled up <laughs> running around, but you do eventually catch and catch a, a halfling's eye. 
and they, they, they come trotting over. Uh, can I help you, ma'am? Uh, yes. Uh, uh, my party is intending to do some traveling. Uh, we're investigating the um, situation with the Gugamortzits. And uh, we were wondering if Candlekeep could provide us any means of transportation to Baldur's Gate. Hmm. We do have the stables, but those are usually for housing the the horses of the people who come and stay here. But I can go see. I can go see if they, if they, if they have any horses to let. If you could at least inquire, it would be much appreciated. Thank you. Sure. And they go trotting off. I will head back inside because I hate the rain. <laughs> yeah. uh, Odile, you were about to say something? Oh, yeah. Uh, while Subbachthani is inquiring about transportation, I should mention that Odilla is very quickly shoveling breakfast in her mouth before either Wuya or Dewey can say anything to spoil her appetite. <laughs> What's the first thing you're going to do when you get to Baldur's Gate, Dewey? Uh, uh, go in the doors. You're going to go in the doors? Yeah. Yep. Like the doors to the city? Yeah, that's what you do, right? That's the, you, the first thing you would have to do to go in the city. They're oh, called wow. gates, Dewey. Gate. Uh, yes. I was about to say, those are some tiny doors. You, you could fit through some tiny doors, right? Yeah, I could. Yeah, I'm pretty small. Um, don't, don't shove me into a tiny door. That that's not nice. Yeah, no, that that's a, not cool. Yeah, even though you know the pla- your your little your your previous home had a really tiny door. Did yep yep I had to crawl and get into it. Yeah yeah I mean like I kind of just had to duck down you know. Was... What what's what are you gonna do when we get there? Oh gosh I don't know I've never been to it so I I, I don't know what to look for. Odella, you've been there. I have. Is it safe? No, that's the beauty of it. Is it safe for children? Not not at all. Oh, wow. Is it safe for adults? It's basically run by a beholder. Oh, wow. Why don't we plan on just sticking with the group and... See to our task, and um, because if you wander off, I cannot guarantee that we will spend the time to look for you before heading back to Candlekeep. Okay, but there's got to be something you want to do. Like, what what do they have there? They have um, I bet they have like a museum, or like, or like, I don't know what else the cities have. They might have a gambling hall. One of my haberdashers is there. Haberdashers. We can get haberdashes? Uh, you clearly have never been haberdashed. Are they fried or are they like... Mine are, well... What are they? Usually the pleated. Pleated. Oh, so they're made of sheep. Well, I did have an outfit made out of wool once. Um, it was a little itchy. Darling, we're not discussing putting you back in, like, thicker fabrics, are we? That's not going to go well when we have to go back for the next family reunion. You know how warm it gets. I thought you enjoyed the Seda look. I don't mind it. You just get so overheated when we're down near the hells. It's true. 
okay, so uh, do we do we have horses yet? <laughs> we are waiting to discover, but I imagine we will find out any time now. And a couple minutes later, the 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 halfling the halfling that you had spoken to, Sabakhani, comes back through through the door and pushes their their hood back, looks around for you, comes comes trotting over. Right. Well, okay. Um, they have three horses that that are available at the moment. So there is some transportation, but you're you have five people, right? Well, are any of them like little Shetland ponies that I could ride by myself? Three and two thirds, sorta. <laughs> Uh, no, they're all horses. Sorry, I know I, I have I have trouble with the horse thing too. Yeah, well, we really should good. be we should be able to double up. I don't think that will be an issue. Uh, actually, uh, Wuya, if you wanted to, um, I could I could make a floating disc, and it'll just follow me around, and you can ride on the floating disc. I don't think it's fast enough. Do you, you don't think it'll keep up if I'm on a horse? Oh no! I mean, I haven't used that spell before, but it seemed to go pretty slowly last time. I will point out that with uh, the particular makeup of this party, I imagine we could probably do five people on three horses, or persuade somebody to rent us a very plebeian cart that we could hitch up two of them to. The halfling is looking between all of you, just waiting to, to find out what you want. I mean, if they do have a cart, I think that is certainly a, a if fine... If anyone's willing to rent us a cart, I'd be happy to I don't, make that I, arrangement. I believe that Candlekeep's cart is a way getting supplies at the moment. Of course it is. Eh. Well, we'll uh, ride until we find a town, and then we'll see if we can uh, pick something up there. So so, so do you want me to, uh, to, to see if I yes, can... Yes, we'll take the horses. Yes, please. We'll take the horses. All right. And off they trot. I, I flipped the halfling a gold for his trouble. Hmm. Catches it very nimbly out of, out of the air, sticks it in a belt pouch, keeps going. Um, and in about a half hour, you you receive word that the horses are tacked up, ready for ready for you to go. And the real challenge is packing. I know we are going to have to uh, rough it, as they say. Unfortunately. I mean, only three changes of clothes? You have a change of clothes? Well, I've got my riding outfit. Then I've got my dinner riding outfit. Then I've got my formal dinner dinner outfit. You know, Lester, we have to beat up with my Lester anyway. I'm sure she can help provide us with additional clothing once we get there, if the need arises. Well, and... You know, my haberdasher Theosophus is in Baldur's Gate. Of course. Oh, are we having a fashion episode? <laughs> I really so. Are you going to make me look up outfits? Because <laughs> I recognize revenge when I see it on James's face. <laughs> uh, so I'm not any- sure I packed my riding jodbers. They're not Hello. underneath... Odilla has already gone back to her suite to start packing up her stuff. <laughs> Dewey, Dewey has got to pack and gets everything fits inside of it. Yeah, Booyah is just there with his backpack. It's like, I'm ready to go. Is, oh. is, is a semi-sentient banana in there? <laughs> Looks inside. 
Dang it, I forgot about the banana again. Now it's just more brown. Well, that means it's banana bread time. That cannot be good for those books to be in there with something like that. Well, no, good... it has a book pocket, and then I put the banana in the other pocket. But I just keep forgetting about the... You should acquire about getting an ice pack. It helps with that. I know uh, several of my cousins from the second circle of hell just walk around with these chunks of unmelting ice. It's also part of their religion. I don't quite fully understand it, but it's very useful for keeping produce uh, from spoiling. Okay, I mean, I don't know if it's going to be this cousin, but if it's that cousin, would you mind asking if they have some ice blocks that don't melt? Because I can you know, certainly I ask about it. I mean, Malista is is really she usually keeps to Avenus. Uh, she doesn't come too far down mm. unless it's the family reunion. But uh, I can certainly inquire. I was I was I was reading about this mold. Um, you could put you could put some brown mold in your backpack, will ya? Mm. oh no i don't think i want mold in my backpack oh yeah that actually i i think i bet there's already some on that banana Charlotte, i'm gonna go see if your jodhpurs ended up on the other side of the shower curtain last night i feel like i saw them somewhere about uh 15 minutes after they're waiting uh do we cast uh the tensors floating disc ritual um and he practices in the, um, so he puts his pack on it, and then he then he runs around uh, the court of air to see how fast the the disc will follow him around. Okay. And, like, and he takes a corner, and the you know the the disc follows him twenty feet, just no matter how fast he runs or how slow he goes, it's twenty feet away. But going around corners, the pack definitely shoots off of it <laughs> when he's when he's going full sprint. It's like, oh, and, oh god. And, and and as the pack goes, it goes flying. You you hear you hear a, a pionk as as a, a very perturbed goose sticks its head around the corner. <laughs> oh Dewey, you don't want to mess with goose. They will beat the crap out of you. Is the I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to duel this goose. I mean it's its wings are up and it's glaring at you and then just sort of and cast sleep on it. <laughs> Witch bolt. Oh it does smell cooked goose. It's definitely uh, glaring at you. Uh, and you get the impression that, that this thing is very well aware that the pack came from you. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna slowly move my way over and and pick up the pack and back away, never taking my eyes off of it. And it makes a truly horrendous noise at you. Something between a, a, a hiss and a honk of triumph as it sees you backing away. But it, it has driven you from the field of battle. No, no, I'm casting sleep on it. <laughs> Go for it. All right. Does it, does it have reach with its neck? <laughs> Here's the downside of being at the house. I have one die. Oh no, no dice jail. Twenty nine points of sleep. No Hit points. That's Gordo. Gordo is gonna sleep again. <laughs> uh, and and uh, and roll me a d twenty if you would. 
19. 19? Okay. So you are lucky enough that the only thing within your 20 foot radius of sleep is in fact the goose. Oh, I wanted Gordo to walk around the corner. (laughs) And it gives you a look of pure hatred before flopping over. And there goes goes the spell slot. (laughs) We come back and the goose has its list. <laughs> um, I do just want to point out, Thomas, because I don't know if you noticed the the uh, duration of Tensor's floating disc. It is one hour. Okay. It's all. Well, I mean, it's sure also cover five days. Then. Just making sure. Yep. Okay. So one hour of the day, you're much closer. But for the rest of it, you really have to pick up the pace. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Anything anything else you folks would like to do before you mount up and head off to Baldur's Gate? I don't know how they travel just a backpack. <laughs> I rolled a 21 investigation to finally find Lester's jodhpurs under the mattress of the bottom bunk. Not sure how they got there, but I will hand those off to him so he can change into his riding clothes before we leave. Well, now, so now that we're all together... Uh, uh, we have three horses and we have three and two-thirds people. I mean, I don't think that's a really nice thing to say about your wife. I think she's a full person. Wait a minute. Why did I not get my own horse? I'm five foot eleven. You're also a child. I'm 16, I think. You were 15 two days ago. Was it your birthday? <laughs> the only Again? people that lie about their age are young boys and women of a certain age. Well, I am riding one of these horses and I can take someone else with me on the horse. I go. Okay, we are. Uh, my love, I'll ride with. I, I. We can ride together, Lester. It's not yeah. like we haven't been intimately close before. Then I get my own horse. I like it. Uh, I do think perhaps you should um assist Miss Analdi by sometimes taking turns with Wuya so that she can also ride on her own at times <clears throat> if she desires. Do we? You have been at Candlekeep for quite a few years. Have you ever ridden a horse? But how hard can it be? <laughs> okay. Oh, famous. That is never a question you should ask, young man. <laughs> in any milieu. So Bakhtari just looks and goes, I normally don't mind that the wings are vestigial, and suddenly I do wish that I had gained full use. Uh, the horses the horses are nice i think i'll I'll just say hello to the horse i'm gonna go up to a horse and say hello horse how are you would you like to i I ride you i mean you know what i'm about to ask you to roll right (laughs) is it a persuasion check that is an animal handling check my friend well let's see what that is that's that's your problem you're trying to handle it well that was close to being a good roll 
<laughs> what was the actual role? Six. Okay. Oh, <clears throat> yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, that so, tracks. You 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 come at the horse from from a blind side. <laughs> And um, the fact that the horse doesn't kick you is is a testimony to the fact that it is a very well-trained Candlekeep horse, but it definitely wants nothing to do with you. And it's just like, it's, it's constantly circling every time that you move to keep you in one of its eyes. I'm trying to like come straight up to it and go, hello, horse. Yes. Blind spot right there. <laughs> You just horse, you horses have their eyes set on either side of their their blind. Yes. So yeah, it definitely like backs away from you and is looking at you like. Some of the animals. We, would you like to pair up with an experienced rider instead? Sure, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I can take Wu Ya. I'll take the portage. Wonderful. Thank you, Angel. Okay. Just to assert dominance while this is slightly happening, <laughs> Wuya is going to walk over to the horse and see if I can calm it. Just to assert dominance. <laughs> Give me an animal handling check. <laughs> Freaking competition between these two. <laughs> I, would, I would also like to roll an animal handling check to make sure that this horse isn't going to try to kick me in the face because of my wings. 14. Okay, yeah. So you're able to gentle the, the, the horse a little bit, just like stroke a hand along its neck, and like it's. Well, yeah, looking at Dewey the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> um, Spock, did he give me an animal handling check? Twenty-one. Brilliant. Yeah. No, you two are are this horse's best fucking friend. Right. I imagine the horse witnessed the <laughs> the goose sleep <laughs> incident. <laughs> <laughs> Horse is just like, oh hell no! This is for my friend. <laughs> Look at this. There's a sleeping. You never see geese sleeping. Is it and sleeping or is it dead? If it's dead, we should bring it along for supper. I and can as, make it dead. As as you say that, Sabakthani, its eyes open and it gives you the look. I just give it the look right back. Hey, yeah. If Les really wants to get those hit points, you know, a goose <laughs> is aggressive at any. <laughs> <laughs> chance it can get so oh, it's aggressive. It's hostile. It's a hostile creature. I, w- I witch bolt it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Roll the hit. That is a 21. Oh, that'll hit. I, I haven't rolled a d12 in I don't know how long. 11. Okay. All right. So. All right, we're fucking doing this. Let's do this. <laughs> uh, it has more than 11 HP. Yes. Yeah. Everyone roll initiative. <laughs> what kind of goose is this? A horrible goose. <laughs> oh, God. For fuck's sake. <laughs> <sighs> See if I can keep my uh, streak going. I-, I feel like Laura's going to beat me this time. I didn't realize my initiative was so high. Jesus. I feel like I'm going last. All right. Uh, 20 to 25. 21. All right. Uh, 20 to 19. Or excuse me, 20 to 15. 15. I got 15 as well. Oh, you probably have a higher dex. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. 
All right. Um, 15 to 10. And cool. First time I'm not faster than the rogue. <laughs> Tragedy. I'm going to rage quit. <laughs> no, as as you do. Uh, so Wuya is at 10 and uh, Dewey. Four. Cool. All right. Uh, Sabathany, you're up. What would you like to do? I truly want nothing to do with this. This is everybody else's problem. <laughs> uh, I am going to... Uh, you know what? I'm just going to kind of sigh and be like, really? Is this really necessary? I was trying to make a joke, but apparently it just doesn't land around here. Um, and I would like the goose to please make a uh, charisma saving throw. Charisma saving throw. All right. Uh, that is a 21. That will pass. So nothing happens. Other than my statement, adult adult gold dragon stats on this. Uh... Yeah, I don't trust this goose anymore. Goose, anymore? Y'all. You trusted it to begin with? I don't know how you guys didn't know that this was the most powerful being in Candlekeep, but okay. And then I got polymorphed into a goose. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sabakthan, so is there anything else that you would like to do? Uh, I would like to grab the reins of my horse and move my full movement as far away from the goose as possible. Fair enough. All right. Um, yeah, you're not you're not within like striking distance of, of this goose, so you don't take an attack of opportunity. Yeah. Um, it, if I can, I will even kind of beckon to the other two horses to also come along with me. I'm just gonna move out of the way. Okay. Um. All right, uh, the goose is up and it opens its 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 beak and makes the most horrific sound uh, using its honk ability. Everyone, do you give me a wisdom saving throw, please. Using its oh, honk is ability. This goose. This is amazing. <laughs> Birds of paradise. They Adela got twenty three. Okay. Seventeen. Okay. Natural twenty for a twenty three. Nat 20 for a 21. Damn. Seven. Just <laughs> <laughs> payback. Oddly, oddly this, is, this is quite appropriate. Feels so, right. Everyone else is treated to this horrible sound that this creature makes. And that is everyone in the court of air <laughs> is it here hears this and turns around to look to see what in the actual fuck is going on. <laughs> um and uh, Dewey, you you are enraged. You, <laughs> you feel this horrible rage that this creature has just honked at you. Doesn't it know its its place on the pecking order? And that's how Wuya dies. <laughs> uh, and then it's it's uh, it's uh, mission accomplished. It disengages. And flies away over the over uh, over the wall. The way we're going. Hmm. Yeah, it's gonna follow <laughs> the way we're going. Oh, no, no, like, it's, oh, we're all we're leaving all together this way. No, it's no, it's it, it's not following the way of the line. It's going like up the coast, and uh, it it moves it moves uh, sixty feet 
60 feet a turn. So uh, yeah. Dewey, Dewey just lets out a, a string of expletives uh, that uh, would make a sailor blush. There's a lot of people in, in the courtyard who are now looking at you like, where did he learn those? Uh, Lockity is giving you a strange look of semi-approval. This isn't like barbarian yeah. rage, right? He's mad at the goose, not at everything. Uh, Yes, he is enraged, having disadvantage on attacks against any target other than the goose until the end of the goose's next turn. How far away would you say the goose is? 60 feet. I cast sleep. <laughs> Go for it. Not even your turn. <laughs> oh. Actually, no, that, 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 that is yeah. correct. It is, okay. uh, Odilla, it is Odilla's turn. Well, I was going to say, Odilla is just going to look at the scene, look at everyone and say, nope. <laughs> She's going to turn away and also go <laughs> to the horses. <laughs> All right. Uh, Les, what would you like to do? Uh, I guess I'm going to... El- Is it still in sight? Yes. All right, I'm an Eldritch Blast. I got 100. Still, actually, do you still have Witch Bolt? Uh, it is, is still it, connected to you. It, it is beyond the range of Witch Bolt because the yeah. range of Witch Bolt is 30 yeah, Witch feet. Bolt is 30 yeah. feet. Gotcha. Uh, hmm. That is a... 20, 14 plus 6 on Eldritch Blast. That hits. Alright. 30, 20. D10 plus 4 is uh, 9 points of damage. Okay. I hope we don't again, run into anything on our travels to Baldur's Gate because no one's going to have any spell slots left. <laughs> uh, five days. We're going to get a rest in there. Well, and also Eldritch Blast is a cantrip. So oh. a, 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 couple of, a couple of feathers go poofing off as the goose continues to fly. Um, let's see. It is we are up next. Wow. That goose is strong. I want to know what's inside. And I'm going to like jog about <laughs> 10 feet. And then I'm just going to whisper some discordant words. And I will ask it to make an intelligence saving throw. Okay. Uh, that is a 16. 16. Oh, Wuya is very intrigued by this goose, but the minus liver does not uh, take. The goose wins again. <laughs> Wait, Dewey, you cast sleep on that thing and it, it fell asleep, right? I thought it did. I guess it woke up. But it's doing stuff. Maybe it's undead, just like your raven. Iris's head just like turns full 180 <laughs> and looks at you. <laughs> it yep. also only la- sleep only lasts for a minute. Just pointing that out. Mm-hmm. Sadly, that goose is not cooked. Uh, okay. That and would... then I'll use the other 20 feet to go over to the horses and take a mental flag of find the goose later. <laughs> Dewey, it's your turn. 20 hit points worth of sleep. Okay. The goose continues to fly. Ooh, he has me a wow. He's way that goose. It's way more powerful than any of us. I'd gotten those free hit points. How is Gordo doing? (laughs) 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 He was just waking up from the last one. Um, 
now uh, that we are done irritating are geese. Well, it's not, <laughs> not off the field yet. Zabakthani, uh, top of the lineup. Oh, yeah. No, getting on my horse. Uh, we'll kind of look down at Wuya and be like, are you ready to go? Or do you want to continue with these shenanigans? Oh, no, I'm coming and I'm about 10 feet away, <laughs> still walking. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, I would be... All oh, right, I'd be fifteen feet away. Yeah. I'm coming. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna mount up on my horse and just sit there and just kind of watch it fly away and see how this goes down. All right, the goose turns its 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 head back around and looks Dewey in the eye and lets out another squawk. Um, do you speak goose? Because I do, and that that thing has just questioned your parentage. It casts power word stun. <laughs> okay, do I get to make a save for that? Nope. Is that no. A goose dragon? You have less than 150 hit points, my friend. <laughs> you speak a word of power that can overwhelm the mind of one creature you can see within range, which is 60 feet. It hasn't it hasn't gotten out of that range yet, leaving it dumbfounded. If the target has 150 points or fewer, it is stunned. Otherwise, the spell has no effect. The stun target must make a constitution saving throw at the end of each of its turns. On a successful save, the stunning effect ends. It was, uh... <laughs> mm-hmm. And the goose flies away, leaving leaving Dewey quite literally stunned on the, on the ground behind it. You know, as the only person that actually injured that goose, I'm really glad it hates you so much. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh and now we are out of initiative of our uh welcome welcome in the nerd asylum it's lovely to see you folks they just uh fought a goose and lost <laughs> we well, drove it from the field one of, of us lost <laughs> <laughs> the rest of us now have a great story for the next time we're at club scepter <laughs> some of us don't are never going to go to club scepter um, <laughs> good you're underage yeah that that would get us shut down if you were wait did um didn't do we get st- uh, getting stunned like ruin his disc thing <laughs> <laughs> stunned is incapacitated i believe <laughs> yep. Bonk. oh my gosh so we uh so since since we're since we're in combat, technically still in combat because i'm gonna be making Con saving throws. Uh, Tamago Toro with uh, 1,000 bits, 500, 500 for the goose, and 500 for us. So we have four inspiration tokens. Maybe we can use those. Ooh. Not on the goose, we can't. I think the <laughs> goose is gone, man. Uh, yes, make me a, a, a constitution saving throw. Eight plus something. You're <laughs> It's not going to be high enough. Yeah, you're no. still stunned. Yeah, do we all right? Uh, Lassa, honey, could you just go? Uh, you know how when my little brother drinks too much, we gotta kind of just like, yeah. Could you just go do that to Dewey a few times? Let me turn him on and then turn him off and then turn him back on again. Thank you. I'm gonna ride over to where Wuya is and just like help scoop him up onto the <laughs> oh, back. Thank of the horse. you. Short legs suck. I presume that will get easier as you get older. You do get older, don't you? Yeah, I'm getting older. Right. Laura, that was where you were supposed to come in there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I walk up to Dewey 
shake his lapels once, and then just, you know, uh, paintbrush him a little. <laughs> Not hard enough to cause any actual damage? No. Okay. Uh, Dewey, make me another <clears throat> constitution saving throw, please. Eleven. Nope. Still stunned. You know, as, as much as I enjoy this... <laughs> Well, uh, if, if it's not working, just put him on the horse. I, I don't want to lash him to the horse. He's already pissed one horse off. I don't want to... No, no, you just, you set him up and then you tie him <laughs> to the other rider. It's not that Less. difficult. I know this may be painful, but perhaps you can take the mint julep that's in your other hand and just <laughs> splash him with it. <laughs> <laughs> what a waste. Whoosh. <laughs> <laughs> I get advantage on this roll for the mint julep. Yes, because, because, because the alcohol is stinging your eyes. Something fierce. Eight, Eighteen. That that is that is what does. <laughs> oh, ah, ah, the line, the line. Yeah, no. Oh, he died oh. a hero. <laughs> now get on your damn horse. Goose haunts next to that broken broken glass. <laughs> Somewhere, somewhere off in the distance, you hear a triumphant goose honk. Far enough away to not be any actual danger, but close enough to make Dewey shiver. Yeah. All right, from the get going, so, I need a short yeah, rest already. Odilla will reach out, re- reach out her hand to like assist Dewey getting up on the horse. She's already mounted the horse, by the way. Cool. Dewey will get up. Like, oh, 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 oh. okay, okay, let's. And, and remember, this... you want to put your arms around her, her waist and uh, put your hands exactly where she tells you to and then don't move them. What she said. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Here we go. He's going to need right. that long rest again after this ride. <laughs> so after a series of misadventures... Uh, the five of you set out from Candlekeep, and, and the the avowed um, stop you stop and stop you at the gate. Check to make sure that you have your chits before before you leave. No chits are <laughs> given. <laughs> they aren't asking for the chits to be given. They're just making sure that you have them. Um, I don't have one. Ah. Uh, well, and, and they look at you and go, oh, yes, Dewey. And uh, one of them fumbles in a, in a, si- a side bag and mm-hmm. gives you one. Sticks it in his put that, pouch. He's going to say, put that somewhere safe, Dewey. When's the last time you left Candlekeep, Dewey? Uh, I've never left. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, there you are. Well, watch out for the geese. Yeah, I think that'll be the most dangerous thing we'll, we'll face on this adventure. <laughs> and here I was oh, worried sure. about running into my family. They're going to be positively cheerful compared to this. <clears throat> so, I guess we are off. Cue, yes. the, cue the travel montage. We're <laughs> bringing some music for this. A little okay. line going up the Sword Coast. <laughs> I was picturing more like the Monty Python cutouts where we all just like scooch along and then just random stuff happens in the background. And we're like, ah, mm-hmm. oh, keep going. 
Um, yes. So the five of you travel through through the day, going down the way of the line, and then and then getting onto the main road, heading for Baldur's Gate. Um, the road is pretty well traveled for this part of of the journey. Um, the, the the highway up and down the Sword Coast is very um, yes, between Waterdeep and Baldur's Gate and Neverwinter. There is a lot of traffic in this in this area, so you're never quite alone on the on the uh, road. And the day of travel passes without incident, and um, you are able to find a place to make camp. I suggest Dewey and Wuya keep watch. Figure it out amongst yourselves. Uh, uh. Well, I mean, uh, I think if, if my math is correct, four of us need to keep watch, just one at a time. I will take the first watch. Mm. And I take the first watch. I prefer like sleeping a whole period of time as opposed to breaking it up. You okay. clearly did not have if siblings. I can trust you two not to do anything during oh, each me other's and Iris watch. Will be fine. Okay, yeah. then I will take the second watch. I can uh, take third. I'll take fourth then. Well, this worked out quite well. Lester, right. the last thing any of us want is for you to wake up exhausted. I do need my beauty rest. He's you already putting cucumbers on his eyes. <laughs> you don't need any more beauty rest than you've already had, but I would prefer you to be well rested. You're much less grumpy in the mornings, and I don't know how much bourbon I have left in my flask for juleps in the morning. Does anyone have a tent? Nope. Nope. Ed rolls? I believe so on that one. Oh, I did not. I did not choose a. Uh... Nope. I got uh, a book. Got a book. Oh wait, I. We've got know? a bag full of clothing that probably includes a couple of Sabachthani's very uh, thick, plush, lovely, uh, uh, dramatic robes that she swans around in. Mm -hmm. uh, Dewey does in fact have a bedroll. What's a luck roll that much? I have, as part of my criminal thing, I have a bedroll, but would Les actually bring it? Oh, wow, he did. Okay. I thought this was Jodpers. As... No, no, I handed you the Jodpers downstairs. Oh, never mind. That's probably more useful. What am I going to do with this? You sleep on it, Angel. Oh. Wow. So, uh, 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 William, do you have, did you copy the alarm spell out of the book? Oh, no, I didn't. Okay, I'll, I'll cast alarm and I'll have it be an audible bell so that we all hear it if it goes on. Okay. Uh, and then I'll uh, take a small... Wait, you can make it in on right? Yeah, but then only I hear it. Great! <laughs> that is the best kind of alarm. Okay. Um, I'll do that, Mr. Moreover. Noted. Noted. Cool. Um... Those who don't have bedrolls in their in their uh, what is the word that I want their inventory uh, roll me a, just just a d twenty. I mean, you know, she's in my bedroll. Let's be clear. Fair. Sixteen. Seventeen. One. She's in my bedroll. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I 
also have wings that I could probably just tent over myself for shelter. I can't fly with them, but they've got to be useful for other things. So, uh, you in, in investigating the the uh, saddlebags on on the horses, you discover that someone very kindly shoved two more bedrolls in into the the uh, the saddlebags, but only two. The, there, it looks like someone may have thought of it originally on on a third, but there's a flea bitten uh, blanket over there with well, a nap one. One of us is taking guard if we don't mind sharing bed rolls. Yeah, we'll just cuddle with Lester until it's my turn. It's quite all right. We okay. are married. If you all hadn't caught on to that by now, what? Oh, yes, we are well aware of that. I would hope so. Oh my gosh, it makes so much more sense. You have the same last name. If this bed- You need to practice your sarcasm, sweetheart. It's not working very well. What? I didn't know you were married. Okay, so first watch then. This bedroll is mobile. Does that count as sleeping in a different bed? Because we're not in the same location. (laughs) Odilla, who is adept at tuning people out, (laughs) <laughs> She's out. She knows she has second watch. She's getting uh, her sleep in now. All right. Uh, and who has first watch? I didn't keep track. <laughs> All right. Roll me a perception check, please. Yeah. And I'll tell Iris to hop to the other side and keep watch. Just like, and in that time of just waiting there, Dewey's going, or not Dewey, excuse me. We'll lay out the um, the banana and just a little vial of alcohol, and he will take a little leather strap and just wrap it around his hand. Okay. Ooh. Uh, for me, well, passive perception is a 13, and for Iris, uh, that's a 21. Okay. So the two of you are, are keeping watch as the, the misting rain slows and then, set, and then settles into just a, a clouded overnight. You don't see... <clears throat> You don't see much in the way of stars. Uh, there's a little bit of a breeze, but it's overall a fairly pleasant, quiet night. And your watch passes uneventfully. And then it explodes. Is there anything in particular you want to do with the um, with the items that you have mentioned? Oh, no, he just laid them out. Um, okay. And when he gets the sense that his two hours are up, he puts it all in the bag, and he walks over to Adil and just, Adila. Adila. She'll wake. Yeah, she'll wake up pretty easily. Oh, my turn already. Okay, okay. Get some sleep, Booyah. Okay. Ow, this is really thin. Okay, I'll, I'm, okay I'm going to bed. <laughs> uh, Odilla, give me a perception check, please, for your Ooh, that would be a 25. Very nice. So you settle in into a, a spot. So you're in, w- w- within the alarm spell. There, there's a nice little rock that, that uh, seems to be being used as the, the watch spot. And you sit down on that, you know, tucking your feet up and watching around. Um, as, you're, as you're watching, the cloud cover blows away a little bit and the moon comes out. It's a, it's a half moon and it is... Very pleasant, actually, being out here, kind of in the middle of nowhere. Besides Lester snoring. Mm-hmm. 
Aside and she, that. of course, does her watch with both daggers out. And the night, and uh, your two hours passes uneventfully. Okay, so then <clears throat> she'll stow her daggers and go wake up Spockthany. Uh, Spockthany wakes up surprisingly easily, given how notorious she is for like rolling in late to everything. <clears throat> and she just sort of like peels herself gently off of Lester so that she doesn't wake him up and goes and uh, pulls a book out of her pack and sits down and starts keeping watch and kind of casually reading a paragraph at a time. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, roll me a perception check, please. 24. All right. Uh, yeah. You, 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 you can hear the sounds of the, the animals of the material plane as they are doing their, their nighttime calls uh, it is well past midnight uh, at this point. This is this is this is your hour. This is when you're usually awake, anyway. And you can feel this sense of comfort as the moon shines down and the stars begin to appear. You can hear the you can hear the the sea beating some some ways away, not super close, but near. And your watch passes uneventfully. Uh, once I'm done, I will stash my book back in my pack, and I will go over and very gently wake up Dewey. This is coming for you. <laughs> uh, and Dewey up with the dagger in his hand. It's 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 just me, darling. Time for your watch. You you all right? You're a little jumpy. Right. If anything happens, just uh, you know, wake me up. Okay. Sounds. He's asleep immediately. <laughs> oh, he's actually gonna uh, pull up in the pull up in the spell book and uh, do dancing lights, but just keep them very very dim. Okay. Um, he's gonna be looking at the advanced spells that he doesn't understand, mm-hmm. um, but not like he's not really like hardcore focusing on them. He's just like letting the book be open while he's kind of keeping an eye out. Okay. Um, roll me a perception check. Well, passive perception is fourteen. <laughs> and aren't we grateful that 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 I learned about that rule constantly? Uh, yes. You you are a bit distracted with 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 the spell book in front of you, thinking about the the spells that you will someday, perhaps someday soon, have access to. You, you can recognize the outlines of spells that you have heard of before, but don't really understand this particular shorthand that the wizard used for them. Um, and around you, the night, the night trundles on. What, uh, at, at one point, the, the wind changes and you hear, in the distance, a honking goose. Goose. But then it's followed by two or three others, and you and 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 you hear you know things flying. Somewhere. Oh, I'm I, underneath my bedroll, o- over the top. Dagger and, out! My God, there's more than one. And the the, the geese fly on up toward up, up north in the direction of Baldur's Gate, Neverwinter, whatever whatever else is up there that you can only dream of the places that you have heard of in in books that you've read uh and the rest of your watch passes uneventfully and morning begins to dawn oh okay uh 
And as it's... an audible alarm. Who's ever heard of such a thing? <laughs> uh, so, just preparing some spells for the morning. Um, actually, let me uh, let me see if I have any rations or rations. If you have what? yes. Mm. Oh. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm just gonna. Uh, whatever ra rations I have, I'm gonna kind of make a small breakfast for for everyone. <laughs> You're gonna make breakfast for everyone. Yep, I'm gonna use all five of my rations. All right, make me a survival check, please. I mean, it's it's really just like fruits and nuts. It's all ready to go. Well, well my passive survival. No such thing. And this is where we learned that none of our variant humans in the party took the chef feat, which was a mistake. The, you know, the problem is you're cooking nuts and dried <laughs> fruit. <laughs> it's called dry roasting in uh, an eight. Okay. Well, you, the good news is that you don't make it completely inedible. Uh, the bad news is, is that you're not able to really start a fire or do much <laughs> of anything with them. So It's rations. I just hand you know, them out. And you you you, you, you said you were you said you were cooking that you were making <laughs> breakfast, Thomas. <laughs> you, so, you artfully arranged them in a leaf. Yes. <laughs> you're making you're making you're trying to make this weird little charcuterie board out of <laughs> out of this flat piece of wood that you found. It 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 looks like a seven year old putting slices of apple and things on there, but it's edible. So when I was a kid, I thought you could make soup by just putting the water in the sun. <laughs> so I chopped up carrots, put it in some water, and just put it outside of the sun. I mean, if you're in Phoenix, you might be able to. Yeah. But I, I imagine Dewey's breakfast will be similar to that. <laughs> but is that all? Is that all? That's all five of my rations? Five so days worth. Well, it's five days worth of of so the way that the way that rations work is that there's enough in each day's ration for for you to eat three times that day. So effectively, by making breakfast for five people, you've used one one and one and two thirds of a ration. So you still have you have three. fifteen meals total, but you've yeah. used five of those meals. Yeah, yeah, basically. Thanks, Dewey. Yeah. I, I thought that it would be as as he's like, how did dirt get in here? I thought it would be better. I'm sorry. I, yeah, uh, it's, it's pretty... I I have similar rations, and this is a very interesting preparation <laughs> of this, Dewey. Well, well, thank you, Dewey. That was very kind of you to to share your victuals. Okay, maybe we can uh, hunt something today. Oh, I love hunting. Perhaps we might avoid geese, though. <laughs> Is there not are there not places along this road where we one can purchase food? Ah, the most dangerous game of all. <laughs> I mean, um, haggling is no joke in these parts. It's true. Has has anyone traveled along the uh, the the coastway before? I mean, we oh, sort yeah. of just appeared. Odilla, <laughs> def Odilla definitely would have. Yeah, we all would have had to. I think Sabachthani probably did, though it may have been some time, but given how old she is, I think she must have at some point. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, I'm not even going to make you make a roll on there that. There is so. a good taco stand about 20 miles north. <laughs> the taco wagon. Right. <laughs> Thank goodness. I'm so glad to hear he's still in business. You he probably have a son taco? by now. No, you, 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 you who have traveled this way before know that there are inns that are at reasonable days travel uh, apart from, from each other on the way to Baldur's Gate. They do get a bit more sketch as you get closer to Baldur's Gate because Baldur's Gate and the sorts of people who go there, but they are there and available. It was just this first night that you needed to camp out. I know that there's going to be holes in like the, the, the floor and in the ceiling and sometimes a rat scurries by, but the tacos are really good. As long as there aren't holes in the facilities, we're perfectly fine. Well, no, if you don't have a hole in the facility, it's not, not those kind of holes, Lester. The kind my uncle is interested in, those kind. Oh. Yeah. Shall we continue on? Same, uh, same arrangement of horses as yesterday, or do we need to draw lots? I think for for ease, we can just continue as we did yesterday. Very good. All right. And you travel on. As 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 you're traveling, you you start to see the the travelers drop off a little bit just because you're aiming for Baldur's Gate and turning off in that direction. But there's still a fair number of uh, carts around, other other singletons on horses. You see a knight or two uh, ride by, um, and day's travel goes without incident, and you are able to find a inn as the sun is setting. Is it the one with the tacos? Yes, it is the one with the tacos. Okay, Dewey, you're gonna have your mind blown. These tacos oh. are so good. Dewey, I should warn you, the special today is goose. Oh. oh, wow. I wonder if I, I got the ones that flew overhead at some point. Well, it could be worse. It could be mac and cheese taco night, and then we'd have a whole kerfuffle on our hands. I still maintain that is not a taco. You are correct. It is not a taco. It is pasta in a bread bowl. While you are having this this discussion, uh, you 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 turn the horses over to the the stable boy and make your way inside. And the inn, the innkeeper looks up as you come in. Ah, travelers, welcome. Okay, he needs a taco. She needs a taco. She needs a taco. He needs a taco. And I need three tacos. Wait. All right. Are we also <laughs> sleeping here? Maybe we get rooms as well. Right, yes, yeah. we, do, we, we do have uh, three rooms available tonight. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. The two dueling I'll do wizards. A solo room for myself. Please. No, no, the two no. dueling wizards will get to share a room. The lovely couple will, and I, of course, will get my own room. Absolutely. Well, yeah, we can uh, we can look at the spellbook together. Oh, cool! Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the innkeeper gets gets you gets you all set up. Uh, it'll be three three silvers per person for them for that. Uh, how much? Uh, so I get three tacos as well because if Fuya's getting three tacos, Dewey's getting three tacos. The tacos you know what? Dewey's getting four tacos. 
Oh gosh. Taco <laughs> eating contest. And that's why the facility needs a larger hold. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, young man, there is there is this there is this challenge. That- <laughs> <laughs> yes. I oh can do it. How much money do you have, Dewey? (laughs) These tacos do cost money. Hmm. Um, If if, if you're able to polish off twenty tacos in an hour, you 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 eat for you eat here for you you eat here for free for the rest of your stay. And it gets time stop. (laughs) And I come back here in six months and cast time (laughs) stop. Uh, I will attempt to eat 20 tacos in an hour. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm oh a teenager. Uh, I'll have you know, when I was a teenager, I definitely succeeded that challenge. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah. What are these weird... Ooh, yeah, what are these weird leaves in your pack that you brought along? <laughs> leaves? <laughs> to help with your appetite. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, no, um, they they help keep you regular and all that. Uh yes, Dewey, give me a Constitution saving throw at advantage because you are a teenager. God, this is where we use the inspiration. Nat twenty. Woo! He eats twenty one total. That's twenty one total. You you scarf down these these twenty tacos and even look around at the end of it like are there more oh and then the the innkeeper looks very impressed it's like I don't think I've ever seen oh. anyone eat them quite that fast what's your name young man uh, Dewey Demanite and he'll he'll actually go over to a board <laughs> where there's like the Hall of Fame and you see there's only like four or five names on there. And he and he and he gets you to spell Demetatang as he writes your name on the on the board as well. You could also just write down Dewey the Destroyer. He destroyed all the tacos. And he's gonna destroy your facilities later. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was a cheap shot, but I couldn't not. I mean, you're not wrong. So uh first one of the night. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so he, 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 he pauses and considers, he's like, eh, we'll see if you do, if, if you come back here and you do it again, then we'll see about it being the destroyer. But for the, for the nonce, uh, let's get the rest of y'all set up with food and beverage and, uh, and that, friends, is where we're going to take our break. All right. I have to Lots warn Thomas in another, in another dance before being like, bye! <laughs> I was taking a photo of the net 20 for the tacos because that's the I important have... things to put on Discord. <laughs> no, it's look, gotta make right. that content. So when the innkeeper goes away, Dewey, you just need to order all of our food and drink because you eat for free. <laughs> so order another 20 tacos. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh god, somebody posted. Oh, there's already stuff on the on the Discord. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure oh, there God. is. I'll see no one. There is a. Uh, uh, it looks like a a big bird hydra. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Nice. All right. Well, friends, <laughs> we are going. 
goose with brass knuckles. Yeah, so we're going to take a break and we'll be back as soon as it takes six people to use six bathrooms. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the the Goose and Taco Show. <laughs> uh, yes, we've we've been making the the Thaco jokes off screen and discussing uh, various and sundry recipes. The, they they were goose tacos in theory, probably not shrimp tacos, mostly because I still twitch at the sight of a shrimp taco. So I do absolutely want a Goose and Taco podcast with Anthony Edwards. And I don't know who's going to be Taco. Somebody, <laughs> somebody is going to be Taco. But Anthony Edwards been, and Taco and Taco. You know, just Taco. Wonderful. How about a cat? <laughs> taco cat. It's a palindrome. I, I, I was going to say that the cat is named Goose, but anyway. Um, talk to me, Goose. <laughs> anyway. Tom Cruise's taco. I don't know why. Anyway. Of course. Hell weird. All right. So uh, you, after having a tremendously excellent meal covered mostly by, by uh, Dewey getting free food and drink. Um, Greatest day of my life. <laughs> the- Imagine the adults had margaritas, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Sabathony Foley was just like, and while they're eating tacos, can I just get about this much bourbon? <laughs> Dewey, ask them if they know what a mint julep is and tell them you'd lack several. <laughs> I, th- I think the tacos were free. I don't think the rest of it's free. He said you eat free for the rest of your stay here. Oh, yeah. So if it's frozen margaritas and we need a spoon, loophole. We should stay here tomorrow. <laughs> no, we have to keep going, Angel. <sighs> okay. Tacos um, aren't that expensive. Sorry. It's the principle. <laughs> the 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 uh, the innkeeper very quickly gets the 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 way that the wind is blowing here, mostly out of Dewey's room. <laughs> oh gosh. There we Sorry, go. Someone had to make the joke. It's no, like honestly, halfway through the night, we uh, just like he goes over to Adila's room. <laughs> no, I'm I'm I am entirely teasing. You rolled in that twenty on a Constitution check. You don't have any digestive issues. <laughs> oh, Stinking perfect. clouds still a spell. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's gnarly. <laughs> it really is. It was only second level in good D&D. Ooh. Ooh. And onward. Uh, so is, it, is anyone setting watches of any variety or are you trusted in the fact that you're under a roof to, to be fine? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Iris is definitely perched on my bed, just like. That is exactly the sound that, that her that her neck vertebrae make as she turns her head side to side. And I'm like, oh, do you? Oh, okay. And I just do like a little 
little chiropractic. <laughs> and it makes exactly the sound of a shotgun cocking. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really big one. Yeah, you got to get loosen up. Whew. I'll definitely do the alarm spell around the room. Okay. So, ritual. Yeah. So that takes you, what, 10 minutes to, to cast? Is it 10 minutes yes. of the action? Yep. Actually, 11 minutes. Okay. I'm not super familiar with alarm, so 11 minutes then. Yeah. All right. Uh, the night passes with without incident, and you wake the following morning to the smell of an excellent, excellent breakfast downstairs. Breakfast tacos. Chorizo! Dewey will be down a little bit later, but... You are you are probably woken by the alarm spell going off as as uh, Wu Yang goes charging across the. Why is there an audible alarm? <laughs> Darling, just go downstairs and get breakfast. I'll be there in a minute. How does he not know what inaudible means? I don't think he cares. Angel is the point. <sighs> Damnedest <laughs> alarm I ever heard. The Doppler effect was involved. Doppler, wasn't that that, that wizard that uh, tried to <laughs> rule the planes like 300 years ago? I'd get them all mixed up at this point. <sighs> Odella will also get up and go downstairs for breakfast. <laughs> And there is an, an excellent breakfast selection laid out for you. There's huevos rancheros and all. I mean, it is a it is a, a south of the bar south of the border uh, breakfast spread, and the the innkeeper is very is very delighted to feed all of you. And put um, on Dewey's tab. It, it's part of the room, sir. It tastes like it. Free breakfast buffet. So it was, it was three silver for everybody, but how much was it for me? <laughs> for you, it was one. <laughs> All right. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. So breakfast is laid out for you. And um, unless there's anything in particular that y'all would like to do, you set off right uh, after is, breakfast. Thomas? So <laughs> I'm just, I just want to listen. Is there any rumors that happen? Any like anybody saying, oh, the watch out for the troll? Um, okay. You know. That kind of stuff, just sure. traveler banter. So uh, there, there are a few, <clears throat> excuse me. There are a few other travelers who are getting ready to to leave for the day. Some of them are coming from Baldur's Gate down down toward Waterdeep, and others are going from that water going from Waterdeep up toward Baldur's Gate. And you know, there's some of the there's some of the more common rumors. You know, the 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 highwaymen that you've heard about who sometimes beset travelers on the way to and from Baldur's Gate. Uh, one person is, is talking about how there, there were a lot of uh, our, uh, uh, rodents of unusual size and his companion says they don't exist. Hmm. So there's, there's a whole back and forth about that that I will not, that, that I will not repeat. And Dewey just goes, just stay out of the fire swamp. Okay. <laughs> But in general, there aren't any like, you know, you have to pay a, pay a, a troll in order to go over the bridge or anything like that. It's just traveler stories here, here and there. Um, people coming up from, from Waterdeep are talking about uh, Lord Neverember, who has apparently 
absconded with a great deal of money and run off to, to Neverwinter. So there's a lot of grumbling. By the way, I mixed up Baldur's Gate and Waterdeep. Baldur's Gate is a shithole. We should not be going there. It is a terrible town. Waterdeep is wonderful. That's where my haberdasher is. We Sabathany oh. rolls down and is like, I don't know why you were so excited for Baldur's Gate in the first place. That's where so many of my family spend time. I would have assumed you would have avoided it like the plague. I... Takes an entire pitcher of mimosa and just starts drinking directly out of the pitcher. <laughs> This is this is why your DM drinks. <laughs> no, we're why you drink. Yes, that's what I said. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, you 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 hear some rumors rolling back and forth, and yeah, Baldur's Gate is not a place that a lot of people want to be in. But traders come and go because it is it is a it is a town of extremes. There's the extreme wealth and greed up in the wide, and then there's the extreme poor and need down in the lower city. So it's it's an interesting place. Uh, make sure you ride ahead of uh, Dewey's horse, my love. Oh, of course. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I was going to try, like, if the inn has any, uh, some rations. Okay. Um, Road tacos. <laughs> Road tacos. <laughs> Let me just look right quick. Yeah, because I, I am I'm taking the, all my rations off from yesterday. But are yes. you like stashing thing from the breakfast buffet? <laughs> oh yeah, I'm taking chorizo for freaking sure. Just like taking the full link and just. And then feeding it to Iris so that she can process it for you. (laughs) Iris, can you just hold on to this for me? And she's like, God. So rations cost five silver a piece. So they, they, uh, he, he is able to make up some rations for you. If you are, if you are willing to wait for a little bit, he doesn't have any that are immediately ready. I mean, there are ends for the rest of the travel. Correct. True. Yeah. And I have rations as well. Okay. Well, can I just take some of the trezo then? Sure, kid. Sure. Enjoy it. Yeah! That was a wise decision because I did see him already lick all of those. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't lick them. Iris did. Does Iris (laughs) have a tongue? Keep your beak shut, okay? Ah, Okay. Did you just threaten your familiar? No. Just keep it. Don't let her see you. I don't have a tongue. I think we should maybe have a discussion while we're riding. And Otilla will just look Dewey up and down. So how is the stomach feeling today, Dewey? Uh, uh, Perfect. A-OK. Process complete. (laughs) Perfect. That's I the just most wanted disturbing to make sh- thing you've ever said. <laughs> I don't need more details than that, Dewey. I just needed to check before we shared a horse. I'm really today. glad that Odilla ate her breakfast before asking that question. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Process complete. That might be the name of the next episode. <laughs> the best part of that is, like, no one will understand the terror of that sentence. <laughs> 
Also, Except it is for the, the maid who has to clean the bathroom after like, we leave. They'll be like, process <laughs> complete. Well, that's a weird title. I wonder if they'll explain without. Oh, God! <laughs> to be fair, it's also the only thing that's been completed in this entire trip so far. <laughs> yeah. It's about the journey, my love. <laughs> Circle of <laughs> All right. Okay. Now that I know the destination is that horrible place, <laughs> well, I wish I, to have the journey extended. I don't know where you expected we were going when I told you that my contact was my cousin. I only have cousins in terrible places. Oh, that's a fair point, but I was just, you know, I need a new suit. Especially now. My riding now, clothes are threadbare. Maybe we can write to Mother and she can have something sent along for you. I, I like would those. anticipate you might have the opportunity to purchase some suits out of the trunk of a cart. I do not know <laughs> where exactly they obtain those from. Like and they a, may not be fit toward you, but... Um, like a barbarian? Well, maybe your haberdasher has started doing uh, unsavory dealings with the white. Who knows? Off the rack. Darling, we must make sacrifices. There's sacrifices, and then there's completing the process. I... Well, if you'd gotten that goose, we could have sacrificed the goose, but that doesn't seem to be an option anymore. Should we mount up and get on our way then? I'm completely done with this champagne, and there's not enough orange juice left to uh, bother anymore. As, as you are going outside, the stable boy meets you out there with the three horses. And in the distance, all of you hear a goose honk on the wind. Hmm. Looks like oh. they're coming for you, Dewey. Yeah. Well, really, they're coming for Mr. Moreover, because, you know, he was the one who heard him. Yeah, I'm not the one it's stunned. Yeah, I don't, I don't get that. Yeah, it's strange that you were able to put it to sleep once, but then it couldn't be put to sleep again. Maybe it was just like wasn't tired. Bacon. What if it was baking? I'm gonna make you feel oh oh I'm sleepy. Oh. <laughs> Geese are known for their incredibly high deception. Well yeah okay <laughs> that's an abominable geese it's are we riding while we have this conversation? Yes. <laughs> Somebody yeah. is fully up on the horse. I don't know if anybody else is coming. But. <laughs> uh, wait, Mrs. Moreover, you said you have family in terrible places, right? Yes. Do you have any family in Icewind Dales? I hear it's a pretty terrible place. I do have... So you have to understand that down in the hills, we use the term cousin very loosely. It doesn't necessarily mean entirely blood relations, but just generally people that we are associated to, of course, right? Mm. Um, I do I do have a sort of acquaintance who I think last was headed in that general direction. Um, she's terribly interested in uh, lost wizarding cities or something of that nature. Oh, okay. Not my area of study, of course. Wait, so does wait, if it's acquaintances and people we know like you kinda know, does that make us cousins? No. Unless you have the blood of the hells running through you and have not deigned to mention it thus far. I will 
in slightly broken infernal. Just say it. I've studied a little bit, but it's um it's a tricky language. Well, your accent's bad, but your pronunciation is pretty close. So, if you'd like to practice, I reply in infernal, of course. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That'd be nice. Are so you that... two on two Are you two on two different horses? Just no, we're on the same horse. Oh, okay. Right. Both of you make me an animal handling check, please. <laughs> 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 She's speaking my love language. <laughs> Oof. Well, seven. Yeah, seven? Yeah. Nineteen. Okay, between the, between the, your your two your two scores, the horse definitely is jittery, and <laughs> all of this horrible language that's happening on its back. <laughs> But you are able to gentle it with with a steady hand on its neck and uh, keep going without getting bucked off and the horse running away. Oh, sorry, Bruno. I'm sorry. I didn't know you didn't like Infernal. Maybe we'll practice when we're not in the midst of uh, this travel, but I would be curious to uh, know more about what brought you to your particular doctor and studies as well, especially as such a young man. Oh, yeah. Just curious, you know. Curiosity is a very valuable trait. Mm-hmm. As long as one is careful with where they direct that curiosity. Really? Well, you know, in certain professions, being too curious about certain sorts of things can get you into a great deal of trouble if you don't know what you're getting yourself into. Oh. Okay, kind of get that. Yeah. It's just about... A matter of uh, discretion. Oh, discretion. That's a yeah. big word. It is, but it's a very important one. You see, not everyone needs to know what it is that you are curious about in order for you to get information about that. Don't you agree? Yeah, I think I get it. Yeah, discretion. You're a pretty bright boy. I think you catch my drift. <laughs> we should uh, practice Infernal sometime. Yeah, but not in front of Bruno. Bruno. No, not in front of Bruno. He does not seem to appreciate it. I'm terribly sorry, Sugar. Do you have a sugar cube on him? On you? Uh, let me check. I do. (laughs) I probably got it with the coffee that was mostly bourbon and just pocketed it for later. (laughs) Well, you have it for whenever Les wants to do his absinthe. Oh, yeah, no, that's actually a very good point. While we're riding, I'm gonna try and reach over Bruno's face and just like present a sugar cube. Between the, between your two animal handling, it, 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 like Sabakli leans forward and pat and pats its neck, and Bruno like looks back and then smells the sugar cube and t- and, t- and takes it out of your hand very gently. It kind of stumble steps a little bit because horses are dumb. Of <laughs> uh, short arms. <laughs> But uh, the the horse does get the sugar cube and is mollified. And the five of you continue onwards towards Baldur's Gate. It is a it's actually quite a lovely day now that the worst of the morning mist has burned off. Uh, getting started a little bit earlier than I think Sabachthani may have liked, but always. <laughs> I'm excited to know what international cuisine awaits us at the next inn. 
As long as we get there uh, quickly, because the hated Daystar is out and about, and this is not the kind of fire I enjoy. Seconded. Wait, what? Um, but yes, you are you're able to make pretty good time, and the the traffic starts to become a little bit a little bit more sketch as you're getting closer to to Baldur's Gate. There's there's definitely people who travel with their their hoods up and give you very suspicious looks under uh, from under the hoods but if you don't bother them they don't bother you and you pass along the way um there is there is at one point where you have to get off the road a bit because the road isn't terribly wide as as you see a group of carts and uh blue-coated riders riding toward you uh aimlessly stealing from you thomas (laughs) that's fine uh (laughs) History check to know what the blue coats are. Sure. Hey, twenty-six. Okay, with that roll, Thomas, can you explain what the, what the blue coat uh, company is? Uh, <laughs> uh, it is a caravan company. Uh, it's, you know, it, they uh, provide security and basically turned into the merchants of various realms. And and, they, and go ahead. yeah, all of the uh, guards wear blue coats to signify their station and and with and with the known uh hazards on the road to and from baldur's gate the 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 blue coat company is not an unusual site Mm -hmm. so you've definitely seen them once or twice before they're not the nicest to share a road with especially if you're meeting coming opposite directions but they, they they nod at you as they pass by and you can you're able to get back on the road and continue on now, Mr. Moreover, I know you don't like off-the-rack stuff, but that color of blue, I think, would really work with your eyes. I'm more of a uh, an azure. Mm. I mean, really, I'm a I'm a I'm a winter, but with a, a fall on the cusp for the accenting colors. Oh, okay. So a little more on the muted side. Some pastels, you know, you can't go wrong with pastels. Cool. Rides on. <laughs> and on you all go. And so, Mrs. Analdi, have you ever killed anyone? It's several. Oh, wow. Okay. Is it dangerous in the world? <laughs> it is to them. Okay, I'll not ask any more questions. <laughs> well, that is the smartest thing you've said in days, Dewey. <laughs> is it dangerous in the world? <laughs> Do you have a wooden sword to give me? I hear it's dangerous out there. <laughs> I don't want to go alone. <laughs> I don't know if I trust you even with a wooden sword, Dewey. <laughs> but then we finally have a sword. Who's talking about going anywhere alone? I thought we said we were staying together for this trip. Well, now that I'm not going to my haberdasher, I guess I'm going to follow you all around. And uh, Dewey, kind of in in, in the back of your mind, you hear, you're not alone. It's okay. Yeah, okay. I, I forget sometimes. You just see, you, you, Dewey says that out loud. Yeah. What was that, Dewey? <laughs> oh, sorry. I was just talking to my spell book. 
your spell book. Yep. It talks okay. to me sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Also don't want to know. <laughs> She's going to pick up the pace. <laughs> don't worry. I'll protect you. Because I was reminded that uh, part of <laughs> the order of the scribes is that it, your spell book is sentient. And apparently sounds like Wuya. <laughs> hey, hey, listen. That's the alarm sound. Yeah. <laughs> if you can make an alarm inaudible, why would you make it audible? If I can make it audible, it's gonna be is- it's gonna be Jeff Daniels from Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> God, no. <laughs> so you're saying there's a you, chance? You will meet Odilla's daggers pretty quickly <laughs> if you do that. <laughs> and daggers are permanent. Uh, but you do you do continue on through through the day. You stop about mid-afternoon or or continue riding. I, that, that's entirely up to you, whether you eat uh, your travel rations as you are riding or if you pause for lunch. I'd so like to pause. On. Yeah, yeah, that's that's my huh? No pause. <laughs> <laughs> nibble on half a chorizo. And you you continue onward, and well, a little bit before the sun starts to set, you come across the next inn on the on along the road. Um, this one definitely looks a little bit more ramshackle than the previous one, but the roof is solid and the door closes. Does the door open? The <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the door, the door does open, uh, as as do our doors to welcome in Ink and Liar. Welcome, Raiders. It's good to see y'all, friends. It's uh, there. Our our uh, our friends are on a road trip at the moment, and they have won a taco eating contest, made friends with horses, <laughs> and uh, pissed off a goose, and got dominated by a goose. <laughs> Just fully destroyed <laughs> by a goose. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> that goose is a dumb. Well, somebody had to be. You know? Well, I uh, suppose this is going to be our stop for the night. It's kind yeah. of beat up. We should, uh... Not any worse than those bedrolls we slept on on if, the first night. Yeah, you know, if I remember this this uh, road correctly, I don't think we would be able to make it to the next inn uh, before before night. Um, Slept under a stairway for five years. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Dale- No, but I mean, there weren't people in there. I mean, once there was, but, you know. Do we need to call Child Protective Services? No, I killed him. Okay, wonderful. Odilla, uh, is this the sort of place where maybe we should ask for one large room and just all take turns, kind of keeping watch again? Kind of is giving me that vibe. I, I mean, I don't remember if they have any such facilities, but we could see. All right, just sorry. Natural Sharing inclination rooms? for. I know, Angel, but you know how Mother raised me. Natural paranoia just comes with these sorts of places. And temples. I'm sure this will be a fine and lovely place. Inkeep. We'd like rooms, please. And behind the and, and behind the bar, someone. It, it, it's a bit shadowy, so it's hard to make out race. 
But someone back there looks back at you with, with glowing red eyes and goes, Ah, yes, travelers. Welcome. Welcome. Uh, rooms? Yes, of course. Uh, how many? Five, four. <laughs> four, yes. Four can be arranged. And uh, a, a cloaked hand comes out from behind the bar and places four keys on, on the bar. That's five silver per person. Well, here you are, my good man. Uh, bold included? Yes. Very good. Thank you. You're quite welcome, lady. And, uh, what is the cuisine du jour? I shall see. One moment. And the shadow gets a little bit lighter as, as the cloaked figure disappears back into the kitchen. You shall see. I, I think Do we cast it? Do we cast detect magic? Like. It's chef's surprise. <laughs> and the chef is surprised. Well, sometimes the front of house and the back of house have not fully communicated on menu changes. Completely true. So um, Sabathony, as she is just staring intently at where this figure was and is kind of trying to run through her mental Rolodex of things she's encountered in the past. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did it sound like a forked tongue? A little bit, actually. Um, so here are your keys. <clears throat> uh, Dewey, uh, we're in room one. If you could just take our bags up there. Good man. <laughs> oh, and uh, Odile is in room two. If you could take her bag up there. Louie doesn't really have a bag. Uh, hey, Louie, you're, you're stronger bag. than I am, right? You're, you're stronger than I am. You want to help me? Um, He's a boy! Yeah. But I'm really curious about this, like, food, because they seem curious about the food, too, and they work here. Okay. Anyway, uh, so I've got... Do they have Detect Magic any of their luggage as I uh, take it upstairs? Not Odilis, but the Moreovers. Um, <laughs> that's a question for the Moreovers. I don't think so. A Sorry. bug or two crawls out of my suitcase. <laughs> Sorry, what what was the specific question? Is there I any magic detect fingers? magic? Uh, you probably get a weird magical glow from Sabachthani's luggage. But it's probably kind of funky and hard to fully discern. It's for adult times. <laughs> <laughs> Is Dangerous oil. Genius? It's a weird mixture of abjuration and evocation and maybe some enchantment and illusion and you just don't want to know at that point. <laughs> I mean, it seems like it fulfills all the necessary things. It's a room eight type of object. <laughs> we? <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. Checks all the boxes. Oh boy. Okay, so anyway, uh, comes back down after taking him up. What a miss. What do you have to drink here, sir? No. The, the, the cloaked figure has has reappeared at this point and, and says, it is a uh, roast tonight with potatoes. What kind of roast? 
Meat. What kind of meat? A deer, I believe. Oh. Okay. I'm sure it was very dear. And that that actually gets a lo- like the red eyes turn in, in your in your direction. You can't see the face underneath, but you get the impression of an eyebrow raise. I'll just raise one eyebrow back and be like, "Well, shall we settle in for some uh, evening mail before we retire?" <laughs> I do love venison. Dewey's gonna go find a table and just like. If they join him, they join him. If not, he's at the table. He's people watching. Yeah, the interesting thing is that there are not a lot of people here. Person watching. There's not one guy in the corner. <laughs> I mean, it's not it? quite the, the the stereotypical fellow with with the hood pulled up <laughs> and the and the and the pipe, but it's pretty damn close. This inn is called Brigadoon. Uh, Spockany will join Dewey at the table, but is definitely gonna seat herself in the, like, corner position where she can get the full spread of the room and also watch the stairs in case anybody else goes up toward the rooms, since our bags are up there. You're pushing Dewey out of the prime spot. Yes, I absolutely (laughs) will. Dewey, you're going to have to learn that you should always defer to a lady's preference in seating. They should sit where they can see and be seen, and the gentleman should have his back to the room so that in the event someone should come and attempt to assault the woman, he is between her and the assaulter and can therefore provide protection. This is like just basic you... etiquette. Yeah, sounds like that's how you get stabbed in the back. Yes, but that is the point. You are protecting your lady love. Or your gentleman love. I don't know what your preferences are, but you should always put yourself between uh, your love and the assailant. You do love me, of course, don't you, Dewey? Yeah, I'll be right next to you in case they come from the side. I see how it yes. is. I imagine Dewey did try to go to the, the second most advantageous seat, <laughs> you know, to, to observe the room, but Odilla puts a pants on his shoulder and shuffles him over. <laughs> yes, slides <laughs> over. With his back to the entire room. <laughs> And what they observe is uh, Wuya's going to go up to one person. (laughs) Any person. There there is a fellow in the corner smoking a pipe with with a hood pulled down over his face. I'm looking for short people, (laughs) but different short people. (laughs) (laughs) No, you are not the short person I'm looking for. Hi. What's your name? None of your business. Wow, that's cryptic. (laughs) What do you want, child? I just wanted to say hi. Hello. What you doing here? None of your business. Wow, cryptic. Hmm. You should what return you to your. You should return to your family. That's not my family. No, 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 buddy. And he takes a long draw from the pipe and then blows the smoke into your face. Hmm. Can I tell what type of uh Make make me a nature check. Nature check. I believe I get a plus five because of that int. Not twenty. <laughs> oh. Is it a sativa or <laughs> 
Um, purple dragon, yo. Only nat 20 on the best rolls tonight, y'all. That's what we're going for. Eating contests and identifying drugs. Can't That's kill a goose, need. but we can eat the hell out of tacos. Oh, my goodness. Uh, hold on. I'm... You're making me look shit up, damn you. Yeah, while while you're looking it up, I will say that someone in the chat is reminding you guys that nobody has used their bits to make a humorous situation. So all I'm saying is, if Wuya gets contact high. <laughs> are, are, are we not doing enough to make this humorous without the bits? Because we can amp it up. Are you not entertained? I mean, Red might murder us, but we can amp it up if we need. I mean, I might murder you anyway. Crank it up to eleven. Oh, gods, gods above! Uh, yes, you you recognize this as as the the, the Galanus strain that is mm. from significantly further east. This is this is a, a strain that has traveled a long way. No one really no one really grows it out this direction or sells it in this direction. Wow, you must be rich, Mister. Well traveled. How far east? The Dalings. You are a nosy little thing. You're going to get your nose cut off if you keep sticking it in the wrong places. Mm. I would hope the person who tried to cut it wouldn't do that. Because then they lose a hand. You amuse me, child. Go away. Okay. Thank you for the amusement. Shuffles on over. That guy, he smokes some real good stuff from way out east. Ah. Uh, do you feel like you could eat 20 tacos now, Wuya? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they're serving roast and it's a human skull that comes out, probably not. <laughs> uh, Smokini is going to say to Wuya in Infernal, uh, how is that discretion going, my dear? Mm. Working on it. She'll just nod and then glance back over at the stairs. <laughs> I I like a moment. When, Go ahead. I like it when she does it. I don't like it when you do it. Me? I say an infernal accidentally. <laughs> uh, I say an, uh, I'll say an infernal that uh, that language is for adult time. Oh, this might be able to just kind of like grin and shake her head. Um, yeah, no, I won't do that. Yeah, no. Okay. Um, a moment later, someone, a surprisingly normal-looking person, comes over with a tray of of five of five dinners and places them in front of you, along with five steins of. Not terrible ale. It's actually quite good. It's labeled. It's right there. I know. It's not terrible. Name. (laughs) I've heard of this brewer. I don't feel like they're particularly popular, but they're decent. Just slides my tankard over towards the (laughs) Bachthony. Oh look! Oh yeah, this is um, and yeah, this brewery. They're they're they're. It says they're out of water. Sunset's Brew. It's not bad ale. It's, it's pretty good. Not terrible ale. I think I have stock in this brewery now that I think of it. I should check on where the market is on that. 
Thank you, you sugar. Good, have you ever had the good stout? No, wait, the great stout. I normally stick to hard liquor, but that's because I need it to be hard to feel anything. Okay. Say that in Infernal. <laughs> she does. I'll be upstairs. <laughs> be there a little bit of sugar. You want to take your dinner with you? Oh, I'm done. <laughs> I'm waiting for dessert. <laughs> oh. um, Are you saying this in Infernal? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, why is your face so red? <laughs> um... I mean, just gonna like go over to Odile, just like, I think he's so horny. <laughs> no, I no, mean, no. That Just, seems I'm to be his one. default state. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, I think they're like, you really want to like. For podcast listeners, <laughs> a small child is trying not to say the F word. I'm waiting for the finger symbol. <laughs> I mean, I don't know the anatomy of infernal creatures, but... Yes, we can all use our imaginations, Booyah. Why don't you just eat your dinner and not worry too much about it? And while you're at it, can you, yeah, can you tell me if it does, in fact, taste like medicine? <laughs> <laughs> Eat yours first. <laughs> I left the tray cover. Is it a human head? No, it is not a human head. Hmm. Is it a deer skull with the antlers still attached? <laughs> no. Okay. But wherever you go in the room, its eyes follow you. <laughs> what uh what does it smell like? Uh, it smells like a a roast of some sort of game creature that has that that, that signature gamey smell to it. Oh, Dewey's eating it. He's not. Okay. <laughs> he's got an ale, and he's like drinking the ale. <laughs> he's all grown up and drinking ale. I'm a big boy like now. <laughs> both Wuya and Abdullah's heads are just like staring over at Dewey and waiting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, will also, like, tentatively taste this, because she's got suspicions about the dude they talked to, and so she's curious to see what this tastes like. Has Sabachthany eaten human before, and she would know (laughs) the difference? Are you going to ask her? No, I think Odilla will also, (laughs) like, look to Sabachthany for clues to confirm that this is (laughs) non-humanoid. For all the creepy factor around, well, literally everything, this does taste like venison. <laughs> well, it's a bit overcooked, don't you think? But it's not the worst I've had. It's um, maybe a little bit scrawny, which makes sense. Some of the forests around here are heavily overhunted. Okay. Odile will be satisfied and, and start eating. As long as there's no tea, we're okay. (laughs) Did you want tea? I'm sure if we asked. (laughs) All right, so you're able to, you you complete your meal. Occasionally you see over in the corner, the, the, the person with the red eyes is scanning the room, but you know, 
doing doing their job as the bartender, filling filling tankards, sending them out, occasionally going into the back room to talk to someone. There's a there's a huge amount of creep factor, but also it feels pretty normal. It's a weird juxtaposition. Throughout the course of us uh, eating, does anybody else come in? Not really. Okay. Uh, as 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 the sun sets outside, one or two more people come in, but you get the impression this is not a well-traveled inn. What's the smoking guy doing? Just sitting there, watching. I'm going to make an active show of just being like, as like I'm scanning the room, and then I will land on him and just be like. <laughs> <laughs> And, and 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 as you do so, he he pulls the pipe back out of his mouth and blows <clears throat> smoke smoke out of his mouth, and it turns into a dragon, a goose. <laughs> it turns and it turns into a dragon in the air that swoops forward a little bit, turns, and then and then disappears. Uh, do I have anything? Uh, it's oh, excuse me for a bit. Dewey gets up and walks somewhere out of the view. If there is somewhere to do so, sure. There's there, th- this this sort of place has plenty of corners with shadows. <laughs> Where he will turn himself invisible. Okay. Slowly stealth his way over just to just to try and get a glimpse, like close enough. Not that I was like in his face, like woo ya, but you know, over there. And also, assuming that he's almost assuming that. The the guy with the red eyes can see him. Hmm. So okay. he's not like being subtle, like sneak, 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 sneak. He's just kind of walking over and, and being around over there. Okay. All right. As you are getting getting closer, um, you you step on a on a, on a squeaky floorboard. And the head turns very slightly in your direction before going back to him, to, him, to, the, to, the, to the room. But he does take another drag of the pipe and then blows in your direction a goose, a smoke goose. You just back, invisibly step backwards away from him. Around remember the your rage and you charge into the bushes. <laughs> The smoke goose follows you for a little bit before dissipating into the air. That was a good use of a spell slot. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're gonna rest. Uh, Sabachthani will wrap up her dinner fairly quickly, and then we'll, noticing that Dewey has left the table, we'll just kind of turn to the other two and be like, well, I shouldn't keep less waiting any longer. I think I will get drinks and head upstairs. Perhaps check in with Dewey when he gets back. I feel like we might have more need of his unfortunately audible alarm than usual in this place, yes? Okay. We're in room number one, if you need us. Oh yeah. We'll probably be able to hear too. Oh, has that been a problem? I do apologize. We try to keep it down, but sometimes we get so caught up in what we're doing. Well, I mean, it depends. Like, when, how should I put this? When Mr. Moreover seems to be in a more, um, hmm, 
subservient position, he can be a little bit louder. Understood. I will give him the note. And Sabachthani is going to get up and Perfect go. Perfect time for a raid. Low <laughs> <laughs> total just... parting chill. Welcome to the innuendo goose and red eye. I live to serve. <laughs> uh, our, our party is currently on their way to Baldur's Gate and have hit some very interesting inns along the way. This one has a red eyed bartender and uh, someone watching in the corner who is very definitely not Aragorn. Totally. Obviously. Uh, I'll show him an audible alarm. <laughs> um, so, uh, so Dewey will actually go to the bar invisibly and, and see if he can't get any sort of glimpse of what the bartender is. As you as you approach the, the, the bar, the bartender's eyes just swivel and look at you. Just up here to see what's going on. Are you now? It's curious. Curiosity killed the cat, little one. Rusty's head pops out of his pack. He's like, okay. We'll be safe upstairs, right? I will personally assure to that. Ah, cool. Thank you. Okay. He walks backwards across the bar, invisible. <laughs> uh, does Smothany collide with him as she's walking to the bartender? Uh, both of you roll me a dex check. Dewey's moonwalking. Just because we need some hilariousness, because... Clearly. And Sabaxon, you roll a disadvantage, please. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Him. <laughs> 18. 7. 7. Okay. Um, taking the average, Dewey, you you hear Suboxone coming just in time to only like clip her with an elbow as you uh, move out of the way. And she's not that much shorter than you. She's not that much taller than you because you're what, 5'11? Mm-hmm. So yeah, she's about four inches, well, maybe six inches taller than you in those heels. Yeah. And then Dewey just like holds his breath. Smithy just kind of like looks around, like what the, and keeps going. <sighs> then, then goes back and then comes out of you know the same place he went invisible. Is like, oh my god, yeah, don't go on that corner. Uh... Did you process your venison already? <laughs> 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 Process complete. <laughs> so my thing is going to go up to the bartender and just very, you know, do her usual kind of just like lean on the bar and be like, I'm terribly sorry to trouble you. Uh, do you happen to have the fixings for mint and juleps here? Mint juleps. If not, just straight bourbon or whiskey would suffice. No, I believe that we have the mixings for the mint julep drink. Mm-hmm. Would you like one? Two, if possible. Be very much obliged. Have we met before? I do not believe so. Mm. But I recognize you, Miss Moreover. Mrs. Beg pardon. Your wedding had not quite reached our ears yet. Ah, 
Well then, no harm done. Just uh, update your files. Duly noted. Two mint juleps, you say? And and these two uh, two very nice glasses appear on on the bar, and they begin mixing two mint juleps. Mm-hmm. What do I owe you? It comes with the room. And the, and the, and the two get pushed and pushed across. Have a lovely evening, Mrs. Moreover. I'm sure I shall. Thank you. Take the drinks. Head upstairs. I couldn't find the handcuffs. Which uh, which case are they in? Uh, they're, no, they're in the small side pocket of the carry-on. You know you can't put that in checked luggage. Lester, we need to be careful. This place is run by folks who know the family, but they don't know about you. Well, then it sounds like you need to be careful. I'm fine. You know that's not how it works, Angel. I think this is a lovely place. I think we're, we're going to be fine here now. Uh, you can't go speaking that much infernal and then make me wait. All right, all right. Let me find the... No, 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 the crop is in the other bag. Kick the door shut and start rifling through luggage. So Dewey puts the alarm spell up, but does not designate um, Rusty. And then tells Rusty to just keep running back and forth over the alarm so it just goes off in his head constantly. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Especially since I think you're in the room right next to theirs. Or if you're not, Odilla is. Just... <laughs> I believe it was established that Odilla was in room two. Sorry. Oh yeah, you can be across. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, yes. All the on one side, on one on side. The other. Yeah. So Dewey's next door. <laughs> Before uh, going to bed, I'm just to say thanks for the little show of the dragon. Um, I will pop out my dancing lights and have them do uh, a little dance. <laughs> <laughs> are, are they particular colors? Oh, how? What, what do they look like? Oh, let's see. What colors can we do? Any colors, right? Traditionally, it's green, blue, and purple, but flavor-wise, I think you can do anything. What is it, Mardi Gras lights? What is it? <laughs> it's because they're usually held by creepy folks, so cold colors. Um, I'll make my dancing lights for this place. Um, a, a nice forced green. Yeah, not like okay. sickly green in any way, but kind of like moss-colored. Okay. And you're doing this down in the common area? Yeah, just do a little dance with the four of them. Okay. As you you are doing so, you can... It's sub-audible, but you can feel a rhythm matching matching the rhythm of, of your lights, like reverberating through your chest. Created by me or by something else? By something else. Can I have a perception check? Sure. Can I also have Iris uh, join in? Can what? Can I while like doing this dance? Can I also have Iris? Ha. Sure, but it's not sight based. Okay. 
Uh, so for Iris, it's an 11. For me, it's a 16. Okay. You can like faintly hear somewhere like a, you know, those like metal claw things that some people will wear, will wear on their fingertips. Mm-hmm. It's like that clicking, clicking against the bar. Okay. Uh, can we I have some in the saddlebag? Those definitely did not stay in the saddlebag. <laughs> <laughs> um, can saying? I, or knowing that it's by the bar, uh, is it the red eyed? You can't see it because you're below the, the, the level of the bar because you're short. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but it's a reasonable assumption. There doesn't seem to be another living creature over there. Okay. Well, I'll do my little performance, give a little bow, and then head upstairs. And I hear the sounds. And knowing the room situation, know that I am technically the furthest with the next room and. I will go in that room and close the door. <laughs> All right. So everyone is settling down for sleep? Eventually. <laughs> so the sure. room next door is asleep? Dewey's asleep. <laughs> um, everyone make me a wisdom check, please. Mm, there it is. is the alarm spell saying. is up. Yes. Rusty is no longer running back. Ooh, Iris yeah, Iris is keeping watch because she uh, do ch- check or save. Just confirming. Check. Okay. Mm. I am I otherwise for engaged. Well for myself. Twenty-one. You do. You guys do have inspiration. I will point that out. Yes, we have four. In fact, that's true. Oh, Dilla got a twenty-two. All right, so twenty-one, twenty-two. Twenty-one for f- Sabachthani. Twenty-one. I got. Should I roll six. for Iris or no? No. Okay. Uh, Wuya's rocking the five right now. Okay. Wuya. So we've got two inspiration. We could, you know, all right, add I'll, a D6 I'll, to two I'll of second those. yours if you second mine, James. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, five plus a six, 11. Oh, okay. About 14. All right. So everyone has dreams that night. For those who who rolled over over twenty, they are very restful dreams. So like a a faraway song, you can't quite make out the words, but it is restful. It is peaceful, and you sleep better than you have slept possibly since you were children. Um, and for each for each of you, you'll you'll get a plus one on checks for the next twenty four hours until until your next long rest. Make sure to write that down. Mm-hmm. Can you say that one more time? <laughs> uh, for, for for those of you who had very good dreams, you get a plus one on all of your checks, uh, skill checks, not a, skill checks, not attacks, for uh, the the next day until until your next long rest. Um, and Lester, you got a fourteen. You you have dreams of your life before you met Sabachthani. They are, I mean, they're pleasant dreams, but there's sadness to them too, because there were people that you knew, people that you loved, not as much as you love Sabachthani, of course, but people that you loved who are no longer on this plane of existence. So you, 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 you sleep well, you get your long rest, but you wake up a little sad. Woo yeah. 
you have a restless night of sleep. You get a long rest and you get every and you get everything back appropriately. But you are haunted by memories. And I'll leave that to you to to, 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 to fill in what what memories would haunt Wu Yang. Mm-hmm. And you wake up troubled. Yeah, Wu Yao will sit up in his bed and take stock of how large it is compared to him. And he'll look over to Iris and just give her a little scratch on the head. <sighs> well, you know. Maybe this will be the next step. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. No, we'll find something. <laughs> we'll find it. It's okay. Yes, I will sleep, okay? I will. Okay. Thank you for caring. Okay, I'm gonna go to bed now. Okay. Just keep an eye out. And then he'll wrap himself a little tighter in whatever blankets there and sleep on his side and try and get whatever rest he can. All right. And on that note, that's where we're going to close for the night. Thank you all so much for joining us for this episode of Swords and Sages. Once again, they did not get to what I had prepared, but I really like what happened. So, um... <laughs> That's Join. Why I don't prepare anything. Mm-hmm. Honestly, uh, I've had this map prepared for like three weeks. So <laughs> I tried. I tried to get us to Baldur's Gate. No, it's fine. It's <laughs> fine. Honestly, I'm I'm having fun with this. And I hope that you folks are as well. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Swords and Sages as they finally have left Candlekeep and struck out into the wider world for the road trip. Finally, a Q&C title that actually matches what happened in the episode. Yay. Next one might be Road Trip Part 2, but we'll see. How many episodes did we title The Funeral of Jackson Elias? (laughs) (laughs) All of them. Um, so yes, join us tomorrow for Carbon Gray, the, the Chaos Agents playing the Carbon Gray RPG that is currently on at Kickstarter. It's going to be real fun to have, to have the five of us back together. We haven't been, we haven't been in the same play space for months and I'm looking forward to being with my guys again. Um, and then Wednesday for the audio drop of the Redacted Reports, Unredacted Report, as well as Ezra's, uh, podcast, Keep the Game Moving. And then on Saturday, Frost Maiden is off, uh, is on hiatus for, for some time, but we are back with Down Darker Trails at 6 p.m. Pacific and should be interesting to see uh, how long Alondra's character puts up with us. <laughs> should be fun. Uh, thank you all again so much for joining us. Tune in again next week. We'll see how this road trip through hell goes. And thank you again. See you next time. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Swords and Sages. If you want to catch us live, check us out at twitch.tv slash questsinchaos or go to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash questschaos. Join us next time for more Swords and Sages.
Thank you for listening to the Quests and Chaos Podcast Network. This podcast is supported by our patrons, starting with our inspiring leaders, Duke Vlieg and Tamago Tora. Nothing is more important than middle management. Here is our inspiration middle management. Lady Bedivere, Ben Slislowski, Cheesecake Fries, Slyly Tove, Erebus, Anonymous Wizard, Jen W., and Seth Jones. Our inspired patrons include Adam, Andreas, Jeremy, Jay Matthews, Red Dead Coquette, Reoccurring Dream, Killian, Lee, Robbie, the Baroness, and the Apollyon. Of course, we also have some amazing guild members that help keep us going. If you would like to support us as well, please consider joining at patreon.com slash quests and chaos.